I know I've got a little bit of Pine Valleys that just sparked up. <laughs> that I rolled up, I didn't even get to enjoy. Spartan, I did throw you some numbers if you wanted to uh, pop on for a second and uh, discuss the interview and talk about the talk about uh, the interview with uh, Brothers Grimm. That'd be cool. Smiley, of course, I'll shoot you some numbers. And, uh, like I said, it can't be late, but uh, I do want to hang out for a few. So if anybody wants to jump in, just go ahead and let me know. Throughout two there. Eagle, would you let her on if she did understand juggle fruit with her feet? I sure hope so. <laughs> That's funny. She would probably love to come on. One of these days, and maybe I will have a little sesh with, with the gals. <laughs> That's so funny. That's awesome, Charlie's Farmer. Farmer Willie, I enjoy seeing you in uh, chat every night, getting you on here. Jack, you're welcome to pop in, too, if you want. If you've got some uh, extra minutes. It's been a while since uh, we've heard you check in. You are here. Like I said, it can't be a late one tonight, but... I'm I'm interested in shooting some shit. I shot you the numbers if you're interested, brother. Your boy Roy, I didn't ask your question, but I think he uh he nailed it there. I, I had you all lined up for that STD question, but uh he jumped right on it. Thank you, Fumador, for uh jumping in. I can't wait to uh catch your show tomorrow. Is it eight o'clock, correct? The Portland Cannabis Society uh, smokes us there. That looks uh, pretty interesting. I can't wait to tune in and check that out. Just give a quick shout out, run through Chad. Let's get to the beginning and say thank you to everybody that's tuned in. Why uh, smoke this here fatty? Oscar Green, Charlie's Farm, Trey Valone. Thank you for tuning in. Abolish Farm, Spartan Grown, Fumador. I grew some. Mountain Grower. How you guys doing? Miss D's Nuts. I can't believe I said that as wrong as so many times as I did. Oh, man. How crazy is that? It's been a great episode tonight. I've had a lot of fun kind of neglected Chad a little bit tonight but uh you know my great guest but what can you do what can you do jump back down here and see what uh Chad's talking about smoking on some animal face this evening that sounds pretty damn good animal face that sounds like it would just like annihilate you <laughs> oh we got smiley's gardens jumping in 9 p.m. I will. I'll check that out, Fumador. I will most definitely be in that chat tomorrow, Mister Mister Head Gardens. Welcome. 
Abolish Farms and the Fool Force. How you doing? What's up, Smiley? How you doing tonight? Good, man. Good. Just uh, that was a great interview. I was listening on the way home. Kind of took off and uh, about the start of it. So glad you enjoyed it. I was deciding on which way to take that. You know, I, it was really tough. I know everybody had a lot of questions about the breeding. But like I kind of said, there a lot of those answers are out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of that stuff's almost the same as what he was saying on different shows. So I agree. Um, but your question, I would, I kind of, I kind of coached him towards it, but in an indirect way with the fans. And I think uh, what you're talking about, like in the the purple phenos is exactly that i think it's uh just a phenotype expression of the genotype of the c99 you know what i mean i think that's just something in particular environments are bringing out in the strain i don't think it's necessarily a common trait i think it's it's more of an environment issue but when he gets back on here i fully intend to i've i got questions from you i took some from spartan I took some from Jack's Greenstock. You know, I wanted to have some uh, backup ideas. And then uh, as I was listening to some of the interviews today, I, man, I fucking filled a whole sheet <laughs> of shit that I wanted to know, too. And uh, a lot of that stuff, I had some, like, dire questions, too, that I kind of uh, uh, I missed out on. One of them was, uh, one, one of them we talked, you've heard me talk about several times, and that's uh, seed creation how close that uh, like another breeder could get in say like uh, trying to recreate Cindy 99. You know what I mean? Uh, I really believe that you really need to start from them same packs and know the breeders uh, original intentions when picking out them phenols to, to actually accurately reproduce it. But I wanted to hear his thoughts on that anyway. Well, even that said, I mean, yeah, I guess the same parents would kind of kick out the same phenos, right? That's the idea behind that. Yeah. I'm saying, like, if you lost the original mom and pop, I, I think that uh, the only way you could recreate is uh, to pop those packs again and find sister and brother of that uh, original pack that are as close as you could get to be able to recreate. Yeah, because that's difficult. I've heard other breeders talk about that, too. Like, you you know, in your further generations down the line, like, you make a pick on a certain ones to, to pair together and, and that you won't know until you crack the next generation of seeds from that. And it could come out with totally different traits of what you were going for. And then it's kind of like back to the drawing board, you know what I mean? The guy is such a wealth of knowledge. It's so hard to... Uh, it was so hard to which way I wanted to, to tap that, you know what I mean? I was actually, as uh, I think it was Boone pointed out, I actually got him for another 40 minutes after he said that he was going to pull on me, which I felt uh, very grateful for. Yeah, he had one foot out the door there for at least that last half hour. He was kind of pushing away from me at the end. <laughs> you could see he was just dying for a drink. You know, not everybody like myself. I, I, when I come in and I fire up this thing, I've got like, I've got a couple of right here. 
I've got a cup of coffee and a pot of coffee and fucking a can of Mountain Dew if I fucking get tired of the first two. You know what I mean? So I'm here and ready to uh, be sitting here for a long period of time to where, like, he probably didn't even have a drink or nothing, was probably sitting there with that dry throat going, man, I got to kill this. I just got to kill this thing. (laughs) No, it was cool. He said he'd come back on, too, man. That'd be sweet. Man, I tell you what. Like I told, I mentioned the other night, he he was one when I talked to him. He was super nice. Actually, gave me his personal number and all that. And uh, even when I talked to him this morning uh, through DM, he was like, "Man, give me a call later. You know, I've got alarm set, but you know, this touch base. Call me later, a little while beforehand." So you know, I actually got to talk to him a little bit before the interview, and I was like, "Man, this is." He's being you know, super cool. It was refreshing at that point just to uh, to uh, to know how comforting and you know he was going to show up and he was uh, bested, if you will. But uh, yeah, real cool guy, real cool guy. Lexi said in chat she was going to jump on. <laughs> she asked me the other day if she wanted me to. Would you say anything if I busted in? So I'm like, eh, not really. She might as well say hi. Everybody's saying hi to her in chat anyway. It's funny, the whole Instagram thing now. She's like, I don't know. Should I be following them? I'm like, that's up to you. Yeah. I know who you are. So I guess, you know, that makes it fair. Yes. So uh, all a new learning experience. Did he say much about this alpaca at all? I did, I missed. I might have missed that. I did have a couple spots where I didn't catch it all. But did he speak on what? He he farms alpaca. He's got like a herd of alpaca that he farms. Yeah, yeah. He didn't go in too deep on it. He just kind of briefly mentioned that. Pretty sweet life up there in the mountains, man. I'm jealous of all them guys living up in Colorado in the mountains there. Sounds like it's him, Pedro, Tanazi, the black sail light guy. It sounds like there's a whole crowd of fucking just cool motherfuckers uh, over there in Colorado. Well, I bet, yeah, a lot of the, like, neighbors be growers and shit. Probably getting to be almost a little bit like, uh, you know, Northern California, where it's like the whole neighborhoods are going to grow. Shit, he threw me a Pedro the, on the 420 there, threw me a line and said that uh, if I was ever in Colorado to look him up, I could come over there four wheel with him and shit. I'm like, fuck yeah. Watch, but watch what you say, Pedro. Just <laughs> take him up on that, dude. I bet that's cool as hell. That'd be sweet. Fuck yeah, I would love to fucking take uh, uh a little uh, mushroom walk with him and Tanasi through the fucking mountains so smoking down. That'd be a fucking amazing day right there. Do them guys live by each other too? Like I thought it was Tanasi and uh, Scotty Rio or something like that live by each other. But... No, Tanasi lives close to Pedro. They, they okay. frequent each other, hang out and shit. Oh, yeah. Be the dude to hang out with, man, especially if you like uh, live routes and shit. Like you would say no, even if you didn't. Like you'd say no, right? 
No, that's really cool. I've heard him offer that to a few guys too. Pedro's cool cat. I reached out to him today too to see if I could get him back on it on a one-on-one. He seemed uh, pretty open to it. So hopefully they'll come around soon. Fumador is saying in chat, Sanazi and Black Sail live in Denver. So must not be by Mr. Soul. No, we're uh, Yeah, he said he was. He didn't actually nail it down exactly where he was. Just at the mountain. Yeah, but fuck, man, just going from in the valley up to the top of the mountain for a long time. I never realized that until we just went last summer. We were out there and visited some family we know, and um, off the corner of town, just south of uh, Denver. Um, anyway, yeah, so they would drive. It'd take them about an hour and a half to get into town for their work. Thing. He says, "Now nah, Pedro lives in PFE. Well, they got to be close to, to driving distance. And Pumador, you said you were going to work. <laughs> I'm glad you stayed. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to fucking sesh with Pumador. He's right there in that episode, talked about how easy it was for me to get guests, but he's been the most elusive one out of them all. I must have had opened up and asked him, I don't know, at least 10 times to come on. And he just keeps ducking it. I think he wants me to come make the first effort maybe come on his show first. And there then you he'll come on mine. Either way, it's got to happen, Pumador. It's got to happen. got to happen. I'm calling you out right here, right now, buddy. It's got to happen. You got to come on. Smoke with me, bro. It'd be a good interview, man, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a great conversationalist, you know, just in it in itself. But uh, he's got great work. I love his his uh, photography, canvas streams. You know, I could pick his mind for a long time as well. I was just gonna say, as far as like tasting different ones too, I bet he's got quite the fucking palate there. Because there's no way to get around that. People want to say, oh, you know, I got a palate for weed. But there's really no way to get around that. You just got to try. You know what I mean? Like, you try hundreds of them, and then you get a palate. You start to figure out flavors and stuff. It often irritates my kids when I'm fucking smoking something new. Because I fucking hit it like a judge and shit. I'm all... You know, I'm sitting there blowing it out, going, mm, "That's pineapple." And Lexi's looking at me like, "You're an idiot." I'm like, "That's what we just, do." Yeah, that's what gets done here. I'm the same way though. Like, I I get the magnifying glass out. Like, if buddies come over and stuff, they got another show, and I'll give it the rundown and look it over real close. You know, it. You know, two two things is kind of like. You know, you can get a chance to really admire the work they did, too. You know, there's a lot of that shit that inspires fuck. And there's so many talented growers I'm friends with. It's crazy. Damn. You guys can say what they want, too, with, like, uh, competitions and trophies. But I guarantee anybody that's won those really is, you know what I mean, they they had something that was uh, special for that event or whatever. So. <laughs> oh, fucking Boomador. I think you're fucking funny, dude. He says, I deliberately keep you in the low-key group 
keep my group low key because once you go snob, there's no going back. <laughs> Is that like a weed snob? What are you talking about? That's pretty cool. That's funny shit right there. That is pretty funny. Oh man, that was crazy. How did you get Mr. Soul on? Did you just reach out to him and say fucking come on the show or what? Yeah, yeah. I had uh, never really met him in person. So yeah, I just kind of reached out and uh, told him what the show was about and gave him a link to the show so he could like look it over a little bit. And uh, he kind of looked, took him about two hours. He hit right back and he said, yeah, be happy to come on. I was like, oh, shit. I, that title, I, I'm always so worried. Like, somebody, like, very educated like himself, like, would look at that title and go, oh. But, like, even, like, so I put Sonya Wait What in that bracket, too. Very educated, very smart. Uh, and it, she didn't bat, it, bat an eye at it either. So, well, hopefully, it must not be, I must be making more of it than, you know, than it there really is. If anything, drop the F bomb off the front, but I don't know. But it's not really. It's just kind of the the F with the messed up letters, but I don't I don't think it's offensive and I I don't think Mr. Soul would have found that offensive at all. So. Some people maybe I think he kinda did though. I think he kinda did because during the intro I was doing the intro and then I you know Welcome to the show. This is fucking talking shit with Eagle. And I'm like, I'm watching his screen. And as soon as I dropped that F-bomb, he kind of went, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Did he just drop that like 30 seconds into the interview and shit? That was so. funny. Two Spartans said he broke the record for uh, the number of times the word vagina was used on a cannabis show. And I got <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that because in most most interviews, he likes to use the breast reference. But uh, tonight he used the vagina, and I thought that was great. I wasn't going to stop it. I, de- I tried not to smile. I was <laughs> just run with it. Uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, and he's like absolutely counter stereotype like stoner stereotype too i mean fucking nuclear engineer you know lives in different you know countries you know he's bilingual or multi-language probably you know kind of interesting as shit i thought i might be in trouble when i was listening to him on the dude growth show and scotty real said something to him i can't remember what but it was like a slang term and he uh, he refers back to Scotty. He says, "Yeah, I don't I don't speak like that. I don't I don't talk like that." And I was like, "Oh, oh. I'm gonna have to watch my mouth." <laughs> yeah, but uh, wasn't that bad? Wasn't that bad? I tried to, you know, like I got respect for everybody. If I think I can sneak it in without offending you, then I of course will. But if I think it's gonna offend you, then I am. I watch. I try to watch my P's and Q's. Anyway. Yeah, there's no point in being offensive. 
I would have been curious though to learn more about his like growing techniques and stuff too. I wanted to dive into it, but he kept jumping over it. He kept going right from the personal right into the seeds. And I, I was sitting there thinking to myself, how many times can I like go back? You know what I mean? There's at some point there, I was like, I'm just going to have to keep rolling forward with this because I rewound him back like twice and I didn't want to keep pulling him back, pulling him back. But that was definitely something I wanted to work in there too because I was curious about that. You know, his growing, what he's using for medium, it's organic. Is he using cocoa? What type I'm, of light? I'm pretty sure he's he's definitely like uh, along that organic regenerative line. And I, that's why I was asking about the alpaca because I'm. I'm I'm almost positive that's why a lot of the West Coast people have them as they, they use the manure. So alpaca manure is like one of the better ones, kind of along the line of rabbit. It doesn't, uh, it's not hot. It's not gonna, it's not gonna burn the plant. You can just kind of pile it on top and it's the cold manure. I I had always heard that about rabbit manure too that you could directly compost with it. But then I, lately, and I can't even reference on to where I heard it from, but uh, I heard that it was hot. You know, it could be hot. Uh, if you uh, it, it can be because uh, so like my understanding of it is they're urine. So like in a bedding, if you're taking a bedding from an animal that's like you know can pee and poop or whatever then it's kind of like it can be a little hotter because of that urine but they do, i don't know we'd have to get bad bunny on man and find out i'm pretty sure he does a, a composting process to it though that's another guy i've reached out to him and i i got much love for bad bunny he's a good dude uh we share the same like uh, the stomach branding right there the the modern day tramp stamp is what i after i got it Everybody went, oh, you got the modern day tramp stamp. And I was like. That's funny. My brother's got a pad all over his whole like abdomen. too. But he, his bad bunny says hillbilly right across there. Where my eagle, it says eagle right there. His says hillbilly. So I always appreciated that about it. But I've asked him quite a few times and he's you know more than interested in coming on. And it's just, again, it's the, the time span. Every some people have a hard time with. Same thing with uh, country roots. Uh, I'm finding out with you know, he kind of wanted to come on too, but it seems to be later than he wants to come on. So what do you do? And it's kind of a bummer. I set the show up uh, intentionally in a time slot where you know, it was good for me. You know what I mean? Uh, and it works out for a lot of you guys, but some people that it doesn't, you know, I just mean as far as guests and stuff. But And some people are actually, uh, I got a guest uh, coming on uh, later in the week, and it, it's later for him too. He was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it. My wife says I'm, I should take a nap. I, he's like, that's what I'm going to do, man. I'll, I'll talk to you. I'm just going to take a nap, you know, later in the day. We'll be good. I, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm like, cool. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I know uh, Country Roots, I think, lives out in the boondocks, too, because he said that he's got the best, like, internet at his at his uh, store. So it sounded like he kind of wanted to do them from there. So we, we were trying to get him on the frugal course, too, and, like, 
at eight, eight, nine o'clock at night and he's already home and he's got really shitty reception out there, he said. Chef Life, uh, Chef Life 420 is uh, telling me uh, I should record it. Uh, how you doing, Chef Life 420? Welcome to the show. I actually, I lost a great interview yesterday because of that. Uh, uh, Joel from No Star, it was it got to be where he thought he'd have a hard time staying up and would be grumpy during the interview, so he didn't know if he wanted to do it. So he had offered to do it later in the day, and I didn't want to fucking pre-record it. I, you know, I, you guys are the people in chat are such a big part of the show that uh, I want to do it live. I want them to see this live, and I, I don't want to go back and edit it. You know, I don't want to uh, jumble around what the guest said to fit, you know, whatever, edit it to, you know, whatever they're, I want it to be. I want it to be live and direct. I want them to be able to, you know, uh, talk to Chad if there's something that catches their eye. You know, to me, that's the whole draw of the show is live. I don't really have any interest in doing it in a pre-taped one-on-one because the more the joy is watching you guys talk and chat and uh, you know put down your opinions. I don't. I never pre-recorded. I don't. I don't like it. I just. I don't. And then again, uh, Joel gave me the second option yesterday of going live earlier in the day, which any other day I would have. I would have jumped on that chance of just saying hell with it. I'll double up tonight. <laughs> I'll go live. I don't want to miss this interview. And then it can be uh, available for you guys to go back and watch because I'm, I'm pretty sure even if I came on, you know, live with somebody, you know, midday, and you guys got the notifications, you probably would tune in just to see it, you know, whatever. So I'm completely open to doing a midday live if that's what it takes, but I don't want to record it. And uh, in last night's case, the, when he wanted to do it. It actually lined up with uh, the Michigan Bros Grow Show. And I didn't want to step on their feet. You know, I thought that was kind of, you know, being friends with them and them supporting uh, me and me supporting them. I kind of thought it would be uh, in bad taste to try to take my good guests and go live at the same time of their show and try to uh, split the community during, uh, you know, a live airing of their stuff. So I just declined altogether and, uh, you know, rescheduled, basically. We'll, we'll, we'll get him back on at another date. And if it takes, you know, a midday interview, well, that's what it will be. But I, I don't want to take, take uh, you guys, you know, the live viewers out of the equation is my thought on that. Chat well, how many? I mean, we got fifty in chat right now, but it's overall, like you say, a lot of people view it tomorrow too. So, you know, half half the people probably viewing it are re watching and recording. You know, most definitely half the views come from tomorrow. Actually, they come from uh, like right around noon to about eight o'clock is the second wave. So, like, say, like, well, last night I had to pull last night's video because it showed. Uh, security leaks, we'll call them. Uh, so I had to pull it down, and then I was asked to edit it, but I just don't have time right now to fucking go back and edit that shit. <laughs> so I just kind of pulled it for now. But, uh, yeah, 
I forgot where I was going with that, Smiley. What the fuck was I talking about? Pre-recording it. And uh, people watching it tomorrow anyway. So, like, last night uh, when I lo- when we logged off, there was, uh, like, 229 views. And lately, they've been getting to be, like, 400, 354. So, like, the other half of that comes usually from, like, noon to 8 might get a few for in the morning hours but that i definitely get a second wave tomorrow people that watch rewatch it yeah and that's kind of what i was saying like i mean half more than half sounds like watch it recorded anyway i mean you can always play it live and uh still be in part of chat you'd probably be more involved in chat that way too but there's pluses and minus of it i I appreciate that you're uh sticking to what you originally set out and you want to keep to that so I'm not I also had guests it. that uh, wouldn't come on because of that fucking. They've asked me to pull the fucking from the title and they would come on and I was like Sorry. <laughs> Sorry man. Uh, I respect you and in the same aspect you should, you know, respect me and it, it is what it is. If you don't like the title and I guess you're not a fit for the show. Yeah. There's the occasional f bombs gonna fly anyway, so some of that is or, I don't know, or the occasional vagina. Or no, I, there's nothing wrong with talking about beautiful vaginas. That's fucking <laughs> fucking funny as hell. That's yeah, funny. I had yet to hear him use that reference, and I thought that was pretty cool that he used it here. It's pretty true, though. I mean, like uh, um, trying to, you know, select, you know, female attributes from a male donor, you know, like what dad's going to make the hot daughter or whatever, you know, because he's, I don't know, it's just even in people, you see certain, uh, certain kids come from parents that you're just like, what, you know, like. I'm sitting here reading chat, uh, chat. The source genetics is a good... I'd love to have him on, uh, Michelle. I will uh, try to take note of that and uh, look him up. I have a book. I'm trying to get as many people on here. You know, Father Mike sent me a bunch of great people today. Uh, uh, Kinko's genetics will be here. Uh, let's see here. Kinko's will be here. Kinios. 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 I'm sorry. Five one, they'll be here five one popping on. And uh yeah, I'm interested in talking to anybody. Right now I've got about four or five breeders coming on. Guess who I talked to today that uh god damn it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> You're not gonna spoil it. Uh the last time I threw it out there, it sucks, but uh, I I'll tell you it privately though. It's something that uh, you, we, everybody, somebody that we all respect, and uh, they've done a lot of cool stuff lately here in the last week or two. But uh, yeah, he seemed really uh, adamant about coming on. Not a whole hell of a confirmation, but he, you know, I walked him through the process that it was going to be Zoom and the time and everything else, and we matched up time zones, and he said, "Yeah, that'd be." Yeah, it sounds good. I think I can do that. It's just a matter of uh, probably him looking at that final DM probably tomorrow and uh, nailing down that date is what I'm thinking on that. 
There's a um, actually shout out to CJ if he's in chat. Uh, but Danny from uh, GW Smoke Break is him and him and CJ are friends now, and uh, so yeah, he he could probably be a guest too. That'd be an interesting ass dude. I'm sending the line. I'm yeah, sending him a line as well. In fact, yeah, today I believe and it's fucking, he talks and in interviews a lot of kick-ass people, man. He just was shouting out uh, Kevin Jodry's new movie on this thing today. You know, he said uh, Kevin had to send him a personal link to like pre preview the movie before it was out there, which is fucking cool. I mean, that's, imagine being able to just sit down and fucking talk to Kevin Jodry for a little while. I actually sent him, a, I threw out an iron to him as well today. Today, after uh, kind of seeing that, I was like, you know what? He's pretty frequent with a lot of people. I think there's a chance. So I kind of threw out an iron there as well. Uh, yeah, man, they're, they're pretty uh, They're pretty close, uh, Kevin and uh, Danny are. So, because, uh, I don't know, Kevin sent CJ a text message, and Danny was trying to line him up with CJ. Uh, Kevin to go tour his garden and shit and talk with him. It just didn't work out, but he ended up going and touring somebody else's farm. The the um that's why I say you gotta get him on, man. The farmer came, picked him up from his hotel, drove him out to his farm, toured it, whatever, then drove him back to the hotel at the end of the day, fed him and all kinds of stuff. Like just that's just a cool ass community. It's crazy. He seemed like he'd be a great guest. I, I'm, <clears throat> the first time I threw it out there, he said he was real busy. And that was like, I don't know, the show was still starting out. And uh, he kind of was like, yeah, maybe sometime. And then I, we did the 420 event. I think that gained a little bit of his respect right there. Because he kind of sent me, he actually posted it that it was going on that day and sent me a shout out. Said it was real cool. And then uh, after a couple other good guests that we've had on, he's like, it seems like he's coming more around. You know, like, it's easier once we get, I get people on like Mr. Soul, when people look back, when I reach out and then they look back at, you know, the playlist and they go, well, Mr. Soul's been there. Makes it a little bit easier, you know what I mean? Because I think a lot of them go, well, shit, if he did it, well, I can fucking do it. So, I don't know. No, that's true. There's a lot of truth to that. You're getting some cool-ass breeders and shit. That's how it works. I don't know. Everybody wants to do the Joe Rogan show now, too. I would love to. Wouldn't that be an honor to be fucking compared to that guy someday? (laughs) Have that kind of fucking talk show in the cannabis community. That'd be fucking awesome. We got the haircut for it. I actually fucking threw out uh, an invite to him at one point in the beginning. But like I said, as the show goes on, I I think I need to like uh, throw him back out there to some of these people as the the guest list builds. You know what I mean? I can see somebody shooting you down. Episode five. You know what I mean? It's like, who the fuck's this guy fucking sitting in his garage with weed plants? What makes him think I'm going to fucking come on? But you get up there to like maybe episode 70 or something like that, you know. I think at that point, maybe it'd be more realistic to throw that fucker back out there. I think uh, Leaf Doctor would be a pretty cool interview, too. He's right here in Michigan. 
Yeah. Well, dude, yeah. I think, no, I haven't asked the weed doctor yet. Me uh, I've asked, uh, I've got an invite out to Wolverine, uh, Dr. Budswell, uh, TC Terps will be here tomorrow, as a matter of fact, and uh, a lot of people, you know, GMX, OG, I've got one out, Shrimp's got an invitation, uh, Alaska Med Grower, There's a lot of people uh, I've reached out to, it's just, just a matter of getting in there. Yeah, you got 365 to fill here, bro. <laughs> then you throw the, the 24-hour on there with them guests, so there you go. They're adding up quick, man. They're adding up quick. I didn't think they would uh, add up this quick, but I was looking at it today. I'm like, man, 33. Today was 33. Can you fucking believe that shit? Yeah. See red setter popping up in farms. Here's red. And, uh, Charlie's, Brad, Charlie's farm talk, talking uh, talking about Kevin Jodry all day. Was that uh, I think that's that interview that Greenhouse Force, Charlie's, is that what you're talking about? That was a good ass uh, that was a good ass little talk. If anybody missed that, it's uh, it was called Greenhouse War Stories, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I was I kind of referenced that the other day. It might have been yesterday about the future cannabis uh, channel doing this. And uh, maybe it wasn't with you, but uh, um, fucking, uh, God damn it. I totally brain farted here. Oh, was talking about uh, him because a lot of people are starting these lives now. You know what I mean? Bubble Man's doing it. A lot of people are doing it. And he was, he had on Kevin Jodry and somebody else. And they were kind of like stepping on each other's toes. And he was having a little bit of fucking Zoom trouble. And uh, fucking, I'm sitting there watching it. And I'm like, it ain't as easy as it looks, is it? <laughs> it's easy to go, yeah, man, I'm going to fucking do a live stream today. But I'd click it in and trying to control mics because if you ever notice, there's times where I I'll hit your mic, you know. If I there's like because I can hear like sometimes background noise when somebody else is talking. So there's a lot of times I'm turning on and off your guys's mics when other people's fucking talking and shit, and as well as trying to watch chat. And then if you've got something interesting going on over there, I'm trying to hurry up and pin you to the screen so it's just you and we're in the background and i learned uh, something i learned um uh something very key the other day from uh, uh tenaze and uh pedro they were uh while i was 420 they were shooting me advice in chat on like camera angles and shit and uh because it was like right now if i set this up I got it set up right to where like on YouTube, it's me and you side by side, but sometimes it will, uh, it depends on the speaker view, how you have it set. It can be to where, uh, like if I'm talking, then I've got the main screen and everybody else falls in the background. But, uh, they kept, uh, pointing me out to switch it over to where like the Brady bunch view to where we could all see each other. We're all on the screen at once. And, you know, it's little things like that you don't think about uh, when uh, when you're watching. You know how 
you got to click that and switch everything around, you know. Well, what happened the other night for Sergeant Pepper was uh, it sounded so. I think what happened is you pinned Sergeant Pepper and then, or you pinned um, Cannon Trooper's phone because that's the one we were supposed to be looking at. But then Sergeant Pepper started talking and it switched over to his phone. So all we saw was that black screen. You know what I mean? And you were like, well, I don't know what's going on, but that's what was happening. So I think if in the future, if like Sergeant would have stopped talking or talked to Canna's phone instead, you know what I'm saying? It would have uh, kept down to that view, maybe. That was like a sleight of hand thing. I think they were closer. There's no thing. They were closer together than, you know what I mean? So they could, when they were, they were interfering with each other's mics and they kept fucking with the camera angle. Or, you know what I mean? Because they could, the other mic could hear them and it pick up a little bit stronger in that one. And uh, it'd switch over. And I kept trying to click it back and forth, but uh, you got, I could see you guys going, I can't see nothing. I'm going, man, you guys should click in the right fucking window. This is the one, you know what I mean? I'm clicking the one. I'm going, man, fucking. Uh, you should have started banging some shit so it sounded like you were trying to hit it with a hammer or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We couldn't have saw you anyway. It was all black screen. We would just been here, bang, bang, fucking bang. <laughs> what a bummer. What a bummer. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know if Red was going to jump in or not. You sent him. Red, I hope you jump in. I'm fucking. I haven't sent him the numbers yet. I I got sidetracked talking and uh, and I didn't send him the numbers. I was gonna say I thought Charlie's was gonna jump in. Did he say he wanted to as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We gotta hear that uh, Eastern accent. I love that Boston accent. Probably get booming, and we'll have that. We'll have that Canadian accent. We'll get him all. Boom up. signed out. Boom tapped out already. He's back to work. Oh, yeah, he had to work the other night. So, yeah. Isn't it cool, though, how we, like how close this community's already gotten, like the few of us and shit? It's already shrank up quite a bit. I like the, I like the meeting everybody face-to-face. I, I think it adds a whole new twist to knowing everybody in chat. For sure it does. For sure it does. Later, it'll be, be real cool when Fumador's on. <laughs> Red Setter Farms, I uh, send uh, the numbers to you uh, in a direct DM, straight to you, brother. If you want to jump in, you should have a DM from me. Fuck yeah, Charlie! I'll I'll let you jump in. Got much love for Charlie's farm, Farmer Willie. Yeah, he was saying in chat earlier. He knows Swerve. Um, yeah, from, uh, LA connection or whatever. That's cool. That's yeah, close to the coast. Super cool. I'd hear. Uh, I'd like to actually get Swerve on. He's a long time weed nerd and a bigger part of TGA than uh, most people knew. Hmm. Damn it! Who was all in TGA originally? That was like. Jinx fruit or Jinx and uh, Sub are the kind of two I know. They, and they that would be wrong there. I, they, it's it's more like Swerve and Joel and Sub and Miss Jill 
and a lot of other names. Sway, uh, Patrick from Heroes of the Farm, and other members of the, uh, the original 77 that you heard uh, Mr. Soul reference. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it isn't Jinx and there are none of them. Them are all we They never were? I thought Jinx was part of it, though, right? Not a TGA. He was no. a weed nerd. He, yeah. Actually, I, I, don't, no, I don't know. Yeah. Jinx, was, Jinx started out like I did, actually. He was uh, he was like a weed nerd, and he kind of was looking for gear, and he ended up – he didn't even like some. And these are stories you can – I can feel all right saying this because these are stories he said, you know, on different interviews. But he said he, he didn't even like Sub at first, you know. He hit him up looking for some gear, and they kind of uh, went back and forth and started being friends. And uh, Jinx actually started as, a like I did, a tester. And then he became uh, started slinging gear, and then eventually uh, went from slinging the gear to uh, breeding. So uh, Charlie's Farm says TC2 was one of the original weed nerds. Right. Yeah, because I never, I mean, I never, like, I knew Sub and I watched the show and, and stuff like that, but I never really, uh, I never really went down that line of seeds. I never got any of their stuff. I just never did. I don't know why. It was just something that never caught my eye. Or, you know, the other thing I think subconsciously is like, if a lot of people are growing something, I, I tend to shy away from stuff like that. But I don't know why. It's just I feel like I don't want to have the same thing everybody else has, I guess. Until it's an elite cut and it's super fire and then you're like, you gotta have it. And a lot of their gear was good, you know. Some of it was more hyped than that, but a lot of it was really good. Fucking crazy train, that was always fucking I love crazy train. That's one of them fucking strains that just it's so greasy, it's hard to even wash the hash. I mean, it actually is super hard to wash Crazy Train. It's one of them ones where you wash it, and you fucking... It's so greasy that the hash just sticks together in one big puck, for one. And then your fucking bag is just so sticky that you have to fucking do an alcohol wash with it, like, immediately after every fucking pull, because it's fucking just so, so greasy. So, you know, I love so, them. Like, uh, when you say grease, so that's like, uh, I mean, I understand the term. I'm just trying to kind of throw this out as a discussion, but like, like that's where it's more oily in the trike heads. Is that kind of what you're referring to? So, like, uh, uh, Gorilla Glue is known for being like Gorilla Glue, like when you trim it, right? It was Gorilla Glue on your scissors, but. So that trike is going to be less oily, but more of a sticky consistency. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Uh, I would say more oily. When I'm thinking grease, I'm thinking oil. That more oily consistency. Yeah. And that's harder to pull through a water extraction? Yeah, and it is. You know, when, is it, it, when the buds are really greasy and sticky like that, it definitely transfers over into the wash. I mean, it get, it's... It's like putting your arm right into uh, your final week canopy. You know how when you pull it in, you, you touch something and you pull it out and your arm's all sticky as fuck? That's what happens to them bags, you know, on them super greasy strains, man. You fucking, 
pull it out and you, if you don't wash it, man, it's so sticky and oiled up that it, it's like clogged. The next pull is like impossible if you don't wash it correctly. I mean, get all that oil off of the next pull. You know, you're just fighting it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've actually had bags so fucked, you know, from not washing, do, trying to do two in a row that it was just impossible. It was like, I can't, this 45 ain't going fucking nowhere because the whole bag's just fucking locked right up and shit. But now, you know, would curing or like a drying process potentially, you know, give you more of that hardened kind of cuticle around the trike head, so to speak, so you can pull them easier through the hash? You could, you could, but I, I, I think you're risking uh, quality at that point. I'd rather work it fresh, froze, and fight it, and get a better end product to where if I let it dry, it won't be as greasy. You're right, but uh, kind of let the heads degrade, degradate uh, a little bit, and it's just not the same. You by letting it dry, you've lost some of the turps, a lot of the turps. So you're you're just throwing them straight in the freezer and, and then right in the water and what's the the freezer is getting it cold but uh, I always thought you kind of wanted them like the freeze dryer and then kind of going through that so like when they say fresh frozen I always thought that was the freeze dried or whatever. No, I like it fresh froze. I mean, right from you know trimming right into the freezer if I can help it. I think. Yeah, 100% that makes the best hash. Sometimes a, a drier uh, material than froze will yield a little bit better, but it's always a sandier type hash in the end. It doesn't, uh, it's not nearly as greasy full melt. To me, if you want, you really want that full melt, it's got to come from, you know, fresh froze material. But then again, you know, look at Boom's hash. You know what I mean? He says he dries his out a little bit before he throws. He does his. Well, that's what I was wondering because I know, like, uh, um, dry sift. You, I mean, you literally want it as dry as fuck, right? Like, you don't want to ever. You almost just want to let that dry to a crumble, from what I understand of it. I'd seen a video back in the day where they had taken like outdoor harvest and they just piled it up like cordwood and fucking let it let it air dry like that after a while until it was like totally brittle, crispy, falling apart, and then they put it in between those uh, silt screens and that's when they beat it with the sticks or whatever. I was just looking at chat here, huh? Fucking. Uh... BN Plaza Plasma said his first TGA strain he popped was uh, TGA Jinx Proof's Mother Tongue. I ran that. That's fucking great. Great uh, strain there. I Shangri La, after Nine Pound Hammer, it's my second favorite from Jinx. That shit made uh, pink hash. Super That's good it. hash. Yeah. I've still got seeds. Shangri La, huh? I've heard, what's the other one, that uh, safety meeting or something? That was the other one I was always interested in. <laughs> but I, I never really had a killer nine-pound hammer, and I don't I don't disrespect the genetic at all. I just, I never really had a really well-grown one. You know? Anytime somebody said it was nine-pound hammer, it was, was kind of like, eh, not what I would expect from it. 
The first, to me, the first one was the best one. The first round, the one I got was the nine pound hammer that you, everybody wanted. The second one that came under the Jinx Proof Pack, uh, it's good, but it ain't the same. Maybe that's the type then. They lost, uh, he lost the uh, Hell's OG, his original Fino, in the difference. That's the difference. <clears throat> That's what the same with like Bruce Banner too. It's kind of the same. I don't think it's really high THC, but anytime I've had that, it's kind of been like, eh. I don't know. Red set of farms is jumping in here. I gotta get my headphones going. You gotta get what? My headphones. There What's is. up, Red Set of Farms? How you doing tonight? What's up, Red? What's up, Smiley? How we doing, man? Good, man. How you doing? Wonderful. Where Eagle go? Eagle take off right there? No, he's uh, he shut his camera off. Something. I didn't mean to turn my camera off. I'm still here. What's up? What's up, Red? Can you turn your mic up? You're a little light. I'm a little light. There you go. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you did, but you seemed to get a little oh, I moved all kinds of stuff around. I was just live chatting with Scobo. I had my mic. I was moving it all over the place, so I actually just moved it away from me. How'd the late sesh go, man? You guys... Uh... It was fun, man. Man, we finished like an hour and a half, about quarter after 12 or something, and uh, we actually sat there and bullshitted for another, I don't know, until about just before I popped in the chat here. That's maybe cool. another hour, maybe a little longer. Just talking about uh, some random stuff. So just recently, top secret. Mono, yeah, totally, total top <laughs> secret thing. Michigan Bros Grow Show special stuff, special late sesh stuff. No man, uh, the late sesh was fun, man. I was showing off some of my cannabis art. Oh look, I got some conveniently right here next to me. Some simple stuff. That's uh, I think a Tropicana cookies pressing i got leaf that's pressing. actual leaf then red uh... yeah that's an actual leaf like i can't ship that to you or anything but i can gift it to you here in michigan these are actual leaves um other things that i could potentially i could ship this to you because that's uh stencil art that's paint so so you're just painting that that's what I was wondering if that was an actual this leaf is, that you like. Yeah. Uh, so this is paint. It looks like a leaf, right? This is deceiving because of the color combination. I kind of fucked up with that. But this is, uh, oh, damn it, this one on the air kind of looks like a leaf too. So anyways, these are stencils. Uh, no leaf, man. No, uh, I was going to say biodegradable, but it's wood. So never mind. Anyways, this is, yes, this is an actual cannabis leaf. I think this is flow. And the other one that I showed, the other pressing was Tropicana cookies. But yeah, man. Saw that stuff uh festivals and things like that. So now that the uh <clears throat> dude these uh these guys here totally shipped these. So anyways, I'm Red Setter Farm. How you guys doing? What's going on? Sorry yeah. to come in and bust open the airwaves. But yeah, that's uh we talked about that kind of stuff on the late session. And then uh 
post late sesh we kind of got in and started talking about like mono culture and things like that and how it's not so good causes diseases and things it's harder for me to catch the late night now that you guys moved it to 11 now like tonight i wanted to catch it but i was fucking busy trying to you know make sure everything clicked with dr soul mr soul i didn't want that episode to get all fucked up so i had a hard time jumping in yeah i feel you yeah the late sesh is always i think all the episodes have been at 11 that that we no, just started pre, doing the, them live the pre-recorded always been ones pre-recorded. were uh yeah the, for a while there they were at eight o'clock and the the frugal force is at eight o'clock on saturdays no 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 the late session a lot of the late sessions when you first started they were pre-recorded and aired at eight were they i didn't yeah. know i thought they were all aired at 11 o'clock they were supposed to be because mm-hmm. of the late session aspect of it it made sense, but it, yeah, they were already, they were earlier. I think the idea was they were just recorded late, but they were, uh, they were aired early. Yeah, they were maybe just aired was, early uh, enough to where people could enjoy them, I thought. They they were recorded late. And then maybe that's where it got confusing. So yeah, then we, uh, only like four shows ago, I think we just started doing them live. But, yeah, sorry to ramble. Come in and ramble about the art and stuff, man. Oh, no. I, uh, I'm just sitting here breaking down some Death Star. Something new to the stock. I'm very happy, man. Bummed out. You missed out on uh, Mr. Soul there. That was a fucking awesome episode there. Yeah, dude. I missed out. Oh, we Like I said, we just finished, and then we had, like, I was going to pop over. And then we, uh, Scubble and I had ourselves a, a second little late sesh off air, off camera, and uh, just talked about just random bullshit. Just we might as well have just been on camera because it was a lot of the same stuff. But um, yeah, man, I'm I'm glad that this stuff uh, records so I can go back and listen to it and watch it tomorrow. We were talking about uh, that earlier. Uh, somebody was asking me why I don't pre-record. <clears throat> some of these interviews and i just uh i my response was that i don't like taking the audience out of the picture there i like the live aspect of it because i was telling them yesterday i lost a fucking awesome guest yesterday because of uh i could have pre-recorded it and i didn't want to do that and i've lost other good episodes like that with danny danko too that didn't jive with his uh late night schedule so it didn't conflict, but yesterday, uh, it was Joel. He he uh, kind of hit me up early and said he didn't think he was going to make it into the late night hours, and uh, if he did, he was afraid he would come off uh, rude. And uh, so he wanted to do it earlier in the day, and uh, I didn't want to record it or go live during the day. It was like kind of jammed in. No, maybe later. And he said, well, I can do it. The latest I could do it was five o'clock. And uh, that ended up being coinciding exactly with uh, the bro show there. So I didn't, I thought that would be in bad taste to uh, log on and go live at the exact same time. So I just chose to uh, not do the interview altogether. And, uh, you know, I just thought since the show has supported me, most of it and uh so much that uh you know i just felt it'd be bad taste to try to 
competition, you know, go the same time. Can so I just a subject a minute? Sorry. Yeah. Hey, Red, so I thought I see in a thing that you uh, you just recently got approved for rec. No, um, I did not recently get approved for rec, dude. Oh. I man, I I know, dude. I, my my township, you know, we can talk about townships and stuff. Okay, like I misread that. something. I thought I you said that you got a license, and I that's why I was all excited. I wanted to talk to you about it. it was like, fuck no, yeah, read. Did talking. you read something? Was was it uh was it something that I might have wrote in chat? Uh, or was Probably. it in the frugal force yesterday? Uh, Saturday or something? Okay, so I will if it has anything to do with anything and me talking about rec it probably has to do with my best friend growing up just got approved just got his provisioning center approved for their rec license they've been medical they finally opened their doors a couple of weeks ago new standard in hazel park uh hazel park michigan in the detroit area uh 10 mile in john r if you know of the area and you're in the area check out their menu new standard uh real real good friends of mine by good friends i mean uh the owner is uh, one of the owners my best friend since second grade and really really good people so it's all like phone number go ahead man what'd you ask can you shout out the phone number maybe or is that not i don't know the phone number off the top of my head but i want to say i google searched new standard cannabis or something i would Google search new standard, new standard cannabis or something. And I should have it written down in front of me or something, man. My hands are filled up with a joint, but I'll, I'll try all to right. figure that out and I'll try to like pull up the link and I'll do all of the technical stuff here in a oh, second yeah. my mouth's not running and my hands aren't busy. That's but, cool as shit though, man. Hell yeah. Give him a shout out. I yeah. Think. So just real quick, I guess, while I have the microphone, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll shout them guys out because they actually went wreck Monday today, uh, yesterday it's 2am. So yesterday they went wreck for their first day and, uh, they have products like element concentrates. They have like platinum vapes. And then they have, I want to say I saw the gummy edibles. Man, I don't have the pack around that I have, usually have laying around, so I can't shout them out. But they're pretty solid uh, edibles I've seen in the rec shops. Also, uh, uh, tons of flour, man. Caregiver grown flour. And I'm pretty sure GMO by Mint and Canico may be on their menu, or I don't know. It was on their menu or something, man. I'm pretty sure I heard the story that they purchased some of that. Yeah, dude. That's cool. awesome so what's stuff, their dude. focus there? Are they going to be like uh, carrying a bunch of extracts or are they across the board going to have across the board provisioning center? Everything? Yeah. Supply the whole market, the medical market. And obviously now that they're wrecked, but you know, it's high end cannabis. They turned down cannabis. You know, I know that there was like a shortage on supply and things like that. I I'm hearing stories of him, you know, getting offers metric tested and things like that and they're turning down cannabis so sounds like you'll get yourself some quality flour if you go in there probably quality concentrates as well element so i have experience with element not like directly as in they process any of my gear but as in i have smoked a lot of their products and uh their vape cartridges have always been real clean and real pure man real good stuff and yeah 
shout out to those guys at New Standard for doing it right and continuing on, to carry Charlie. their products, man. What's going on, Smiley? What's, What's Charlie? going on, man? Charlie's Eagle. farm? What's happening, man? What's up? Just getting a little situated, taking a break. Just uh, what a great show. It's always good to see you guys. I love listening to you guys. It's uh, townships, man. Yeah, they can be a real pain in the ass, can't they, Red? Like around here, you got to grease. Yeah, those I'm in a red zone. I'm a, I'm currently in a red zone. They won't uh, they won't opt into our 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 laws, proposal. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm waiting it out, man. I'm playing a slow game. I'm gonna I'm gonna build myself a business plan during this downtime, or at least work on. Some, I like the some way more speeches and phrases to the, the the township director. I like the way yeah. Lost Leaf went in there and approached him. He was like, "Man, I can do this two ways. I'm already a fully carded caregiver, and you can't stop me from fucking doing it that, that way. But I want to become a legal rat guy, so you might as well take my money and let me fucking give you." Cash. See, I've, I've been wanting to do that too, man. The problem is. My problem is that I don't have enough. Uh, I'm out in the wide open, and there's a lot of people that have a lot more power to shut me down than I'm able to. I, it's an hour away from my house and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. someone just so happens to come and fuck with my building or fuck with my spot, I can't get there and stop them from doing it right away. And unfortunately, yeah. in my area, there is a lot of people like you would simulate the torches and pitchforks swarm in the neighborhood when they talk about a cannabis coming into their community it's kind of one of those communities so even though they did vote yes on prop i mean it's a 58 58 59 percent yes vote on prop one i would probably have a good turnout and you know i'd probably be able to go and like petition and do some stuff like that the problem is it's just it's not a bunch of subdivisions. It's more like a bunch of farmland and things. And I don't know, man. It's not good like, when you tar- gotta try tar- to force trespassing it. on people's property just to get to their front door. You know, you can't really do that. Yeah. So. And it's not good to go try to force their hand either. You'd rather work with them and like go rubbing people wrong way or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So here's here's the plan, man. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna. It's a small town. If I'm out there long enough, I'm bumping elbows at the local pub and grub. You know, I'm going to bump enough elbows with enough people eventually to work up some sort of a community. You know what I mean? We're going to be a couple smoke smoke sessions or maybe there's going to be a couple business offerings or there's going to be a couple, you know, whatever. There's a huge bong shop in town. By huge bong shop, I mean most glass I've ever seen in a small square footage plate. I mean, (laughs) I don't know what if it's local or what, but I mean, it's tons of glass. Whether or not it is uh, artisan glass, there's a lot of smokers, or at least they want to portray that they want some smokers in that area. So right down the street from that, there's a CBD shop. And I think that the area is pretty cool. So I'm hoping that I can kind of slowly start. I know that there, I know that there's some cannabis uh, community there. The the object is just to kind of find it and try to figure out who we need to talk to and figure out the next step. Uh, get a couple, a couple other people with me on board. And then I think that it'd be a lot, a little easier to get the community on board with it, you know, but yeah, man, that's my plan. I have a feeling just going in some of these pub and grubs, I'm going to end up finding some of these, uh, um city board members they probably hang out at these local like it's how you're gonna uh, build trust and relationships right 
Yeah, exactly, man. You know, you go hang out. They're probably hanging out at the local bars anyways. Yeah. Go down there, find out who they are, and hang out with them. Yeah, that's kind of where it starts, you know. I've talked cannabis with the director a little bit. You know, he's more concerned about the rest of the people on the panel, on the on the committee and things, and, uh, is, you know, some of the the other people who were kind of concerned on what my business in the township was, things like that. So, whatever. Do you have a consulting any, any kind of firm or anything or a person that's helping you? No, I mean, listen, no, I, only I, because of, only because of finances and things, you yeah, know, that's, yeah. that's again, just another step, you know, I'm, that's right. It's just a way of no, getting it's another money. phase of the progress. Yeah. If you can, if you can wait out the time, I, you know, I mean, that's, that's, um, I mean, I had a friend, I, he charged us like half price, but, but those locals were the toughest ones to, that was the toughest egg to crack right there. You know, states don't give a shit. They just want their money, but they got to know you before they want you to do business. Some, I'm talking about my area. I mean, I don't know what Michigan's like, but no, they that, that's know the you. vibe I got from my director. Also, that's kind yeah. of, he was like, Look, we don't dude. want people from who's not going to like you. You know what I mean? He told me flat out. We don't want people from out of our township and things coming in, making all the money in our township and taking it elsewhere. You know, we just don't yeah. want it. And I was, I have to understand, I guess, but I actually, own property in your township and i'm willing to stay here for a while you know so i i'm gonna do it, i'm gonna do it you know vice versa i'm gonna stay there for a while and show them i'm willing to put in the that little bit of time and then i'll go after them and be like look man i've been growing here as a caregiver for five years i haven't caused a ruckus there hasn't been an issue what do you think about making some money off of my piece of land yeah. making a little bit more tax money than the little bit i already pay you at least you know just for letting me grow an extra few plants why not what's the What's the, what's, what's your over, if you don't mind me asking, what's the overall in Michigan, you know, like when you go to the store, how much are they jacking it? And then how does that get broken up between the state and the locals? I'm honestly not sure what the, the fall has gone down to, but let's say, let's say pre-recreational, we bottomed out probably between, I'm sure some growers were lowballing it like. 12 or 14 but we bottomed out at like 16 to 1800 a unit uh at the peak of everything we were easily getting you know three to 34 three to 35 three to 36 probably shit man i'm sure four or five a unit um at some places but when i got in the game it wasn't that heavy it was more like 32 it did um dip down real low there at one point red like what three years ago we yeah had that, that's that low that i'm kind of yeah that, like I, I seen horror stories it was actually ago. worse than that in the flint area they were getting them for like a thousand bucks that's pre-2008 days me me and you I were talking about this one. At, at, oh. that's crazy I, i'd give it up <laughs> uh, yeah. we, weed, man. That's we were weed. talking about this at yeah. one point red where i was telling you that uh, i was dealing with the dispensaries and I had to actually switch because they had beat me down to such a bad price that it was hard to take the same product back up at a later date. I ended up having to just go to a new town and go start right over and go, okay, this is what I got, you know, because they had drove me so far down. There wasn't no going back up with them guys. So I had to, you know, just switch out a different business plan to get the mark back up. Dude, I, I hope your episode re- loads at 24 hour because Lost Leaf had a good little story tell there about how that 
kind of dwell in the market occurred, uh, that lull in the market, because that thing really hurt. It was like, eh, I kind of understood that the initial, I kind of understood that drop from like 35, it slowly dropped to like 24. And then I kind of hovered at 24, 26 for like a little while. And I kind of understood that. I kind of understood the drop. I think the, the medical market was starting to come into play with the licensing and things, 2016-ish. But then all of a sudden, boom, it just fell, man. It just bottomed out. But, you know, it is what it is, right? And I mean, you know, what I contributed it to is I honestly, that, that was the year that Oregon, Oregon, I'm sorry if I butcher that, guys, uh, from out of state. But anyways... I contributed to the uh, surplus that the Pacific Northwest had because they were like plus a million pounds or something yeah. like that. I would imagine a little yeah, bit man. of that got out of state. I would imagine a little yeah. bit of that got into the caregiver <laughs> market. A little bit of it. You think? And I think that that's, I really think that that's something that had to do with that, um, you know, the, the abundance of hemp and everything. It's finally just getting shipped around and a huge outdoor harvest too will really throw a funk in there i, I noticed that this past yeah. year it seemed like more and more people that were growing outdoor and just it seemed like at the end of the fall like fall season all of a sudden it was like everybody had no no you know there's just so much out there but yep corona now Dude, trash been, bags yeah. for pe- people posting pictures on the internet with them holding trash bags of weed dude just you know 25 pounds in a haul i mean call it what you call it mids call it what you want either way it's making its way to the market and it's going in people's lungs or you know it's some way somehow so i mean it has an yeah. effect on it has an effect on the market value that's for sure so yeah yeah the dominoes yeah 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 the dominoes technically for almost a year now california has and california has always affected our market especially you know fall oh yeah always. yeah it's always a drop but I was just kind of doing the math here. That dip that I was referring to was, would have been right around 2013. Oh, okay. All right. See, that was that was pre pre anything that I had going to any of the uh, provisioning centers. I wasn't working with any provisioning centers anytime before that. At all. God, I hate hearing that. It makes me feel old as fuck when you guys say that shit. <laughs> No, I just, uh, I got my med card when I was, I got my med card in 2012. So that puts me at, I became a caregiver in like 2013. I was a fully card in 2008. I had as many patients as I could. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I was already dipping my feet into growing well before that. I mean, that's the main reason I moved to the Ann Arbor area. I'm from the Detroit area and in like 2012 2013 I kind of got a job in the Ann Arbor area and I moved out this way and prior to that I mean I was smoking a lot of I started dipping into the dispensary weed a little bit but I was able to get some some better weed elsewhere but it was still about the first time. It wasn't until about 2011, 2012, where I was really smoking strains that I knew or that had a had an individual name that weren't just called regs, mid, stroms, you know, the kush or whatever. It actually had a name. That was like 2013 or something. That's when I started identifying whether or not 
it was a I was able to be awake or go to sleep off the weed, you know? Is it stimulating? Is it depressing? I was like, holy shit, this shit really is medicine. I'm high and I'm functioning and you know, or, you know, whatever. Getting whatever released relief or whatever I need off of it. Stuttering, man. I'm sorry, Eagle. I'm high. This um, it's late, Red. We're supposed to be high. Yeah, <laughs> I like that late show, man. I'm sitting here. Uh, this is Death Star. Death Star. Miss Death Star. I haven't smoked any in quite some time. That's one of my favorite things too. Haven't had the yeah, pleasure you know, yet, Death Star. Not yet. Good, man. During the day, it kind of elevates me, wakes me up. I was hoping it'd keep me going. It almost is having that sedating effect to me now. It's just, it's a good hybrid, man. It's just a really good hybrid. It's like set setting, whatever you want, it's going to take you there. It's really yeah. good. It's good. I thought, good uh, I thought that uh, Grim Glue sounded badass. Doesn't it? Grim Glue? Who said that? That sounds cool. Yeah. Was, was that yeah. Grim's thing? Yeah, and we'll talk about they that. just released it. It was uh, Grim Glue is the one, but way he was describing it like a cedar wood and then finishing with the, the traditional kind of glue flavor the grilled glue flavor that is sounded so damn delicious dude that does I sound delicious man. And it was at a stone that was at a stone i followed like every step year a year and a half ago i was watching really following closely to see what he was doing i almost met him at the canicon a year and so ago a year and a half maybe well a year ago last march I DM'd him and he was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk. And then of course I, I never made it, you know, never went to the show. Cause I don't go to a lot of those anyway. I don't have time, but I wish I did now, you know, God, yeah. Such a, such a freaking encyclopedia, man. Freaking fantastic. Well, he seems so approachable too. He just seems like he's yeah. a easy to talk to. Yeah, he's not trying to over talk to anybody, you know. He wants no. people to understand what he's yeah. know, the answer to their question or whatever. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't one up. He's not a one up guy. Gotta one up you. He doesn't need to. That's for sure. What is DJ short? What a story, though, the access he had to them genetics. Like, what he said he was distributing them seeds yeah, yeah, early on. Yeah, like, yeah. that's fucking badass, man, because there was not, like, those are them days where there just wasn't, you know, but two places, three places that were going to get seeds, you know? And uh, especially, I mean, you're in that area. He's in the East Coast, from the East Coast. I thought he said he's Boston. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's his first partner, Sly. Now, is it real hard to grow in the city? Like, I just picture the city as being like, you know, in a prohibition state, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like, they know yeah. what's going on. But. Back in the day, it was tough in Boston, especially in the 90s. You know, they were really busting hot if they, and, you know, if you would, if you were, I don't know if he was in downtown, like, you know, he could have been making the money where he was in Beacon Hill or, you know, even the South End or North End for that matter. But if you're in, you know, really downtown it's such a small such a tight-knit streets you i mean you you definitely you know of course like any old city even you know chicago detroit they just those buildings are so close together if your filtration system isn't right on point you're going to be smelling it right down there free every time the wind blasts you know 
Well, the one time I was in Massachusetts, that's what caught me was how narrow the freaking streets were. And then you think yeah. about it, and it's like, well, shit, man, this city was built. What they had the Boston Tea Party. There was horses and carriages and buggies. That's what yeah. the town was designed to have for roads, right? They didn't have yeah. semi trucks pulling shit to the McDonald's, right. or whatever. <laughs> Actually, the Boston Common was—that's you know, it's the old uh, the the old grazing pastures for, and that's why the roads are so horrible around Boston, especially because. That's all they were was the grazing paths. It was what the farmers out in, you know, in the in the farmland when they were bringing their cattle into Boston to sell. That's where they'd stop was at Boston Common, and they corral them all there. And that's why the common was called the Commons because it was just common area for all the farmers. And uh, Beacon Hill right there with the State House. You've seen the State House, then Smiley, huh? With the Golden Dome. No. Uh, that was the old, back in the day, that was the old Irish slums. I mean, it used to be three, three huge hills. And then they, they took those, they, they dug out the hills, actually tore them down. And about a half mile away is Back Bay. It used to be the old dump for, you know, a couple, since, since Boston was founded in what, 1694, 1673 or whatever, 1623. I think it was founded. And then, um, it was the dump ever since. And it stunk so bad that they, they actually, uh, took down two of the three hills and like half of the third one, filled in Back Bay. And that's where the Hancock Tower is now. It's basically built on marshland. Prudential Center, the two tallest buildings in Boston. My father worked at the Hancock 40 years. But that uh, they're, on, they're on old marshland, just backfilled. If you dug it up, there's just garbage from, you know. So they, didn't, they kicked the Irish out and just uh, filled that in. And that's why the roads are just so bad. And they <laughs> always have been. And then with all the schools, you get everybody out of state every fall and then commencements every, every spring. It's just uh, traffic is hell. You know, you got Harvard, BU, MIT, um, Boston college, Emerson, Berkeley school of music, New England school of conservatory. Um, just to start Cambridge is in there. Plus all the satellites from Oxford, and that's just in the immediate downtown Boston area, not including like uh, some of the smaller name schools. So it's packed, you know, especially in the spring. Well, See like the, here in Michigan, I mean, we're all, you know, red, I, I'm sure we're all pretty well out away from a lot of people or in a basement or something. But I mean, I think you mentioned before, you're just like, that's a building in town or? I mean, I'm not, I'm far from Boston. Okay. I love the fight. Tell them a little bit sure. about history about that that building, Charlie, because that's fucking yeah. awesome that it's came full yeah. circle. I mean, I I got one of my undergrads is in is in political science and in history. I was gonna at one point I was gonna be get my master's PhD and all that stuff years ago, but this is hemp, so I'm just I can get lost in stories, as my wife says about history and everything. So just cut me off. But this building is the hemp building. It's called Hemp Mill. In fact. Uh, it was funny because my daughter, I was taking her to the bathroom the other day when they were coming to pick me up and they, they have the, I'll, I'll actually take a picture of it. Yeah. I don't know if I'll do that, but uh, I, I'll send you, I'll send you a picture of it though. I'll send you a picture of it. That's for sure. Eagle. Yeah. It's, it's the original architectural sketch and you know, the name and you know, the print and all that. And, um, so originally it was going to process hemp. That's what they did there. Yeah. Well, it was a, a textile mill. And back then, most textiles were made from hemp, you know, hemp cloth, et cetera, you know, 1823 all the way through. This is when this building was built. 
and uh, or this area was starting to be developed. I think this was built in 1856 or something, or 1843 maybe. I can't remember the exact date, but um, yeah, it was a, a series of textile mills. In fact, we're on the Blackstone River, and um, the old story is, you knew what the what the mills were, what color they were dyeing their their clothes that day, because that's what the color of the historic Blackstone River would be. So it would go from pink to white, and it was highly polluted, like pretty bad, because it was, you know, Lawrence, Massachusetts was the first real hub of, of, of uh, the Industrial Revolution in America. That's well, where that's, some of the biggest mills are, they, these buildings, and they're all empty now, because it's a poor, poor city. So Charlie, but, uh, that's how we get rainbow trout, ain't it? Say that again? Yeah, right? Yeah, good one, Smiley. That's a good, rainbow trout, right? I'm going to use that one, man. I'm going to use that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this building, man, it's uh, it's been around for a while, and it, it's called the Hemp Mill. That's, that's the name. The official name of this building is the Hemp Mill. So, that's fucking wild, dude. 1856. Just thinking of that, that's fucking Yeah. Crazy. You know what yeah. I mean? That structure stood that long. That's pretty, pretty damn good workmanship, you know? Yeah. My biggest fear is some jackass, because not everybody in here grows. And, um, you know, there's, there's at least 100 units in this building. It's, you know, and um, so there's maybe half a dozen, dozen. And I was here when they actually was, it was all open floor plan. And all you did was took a tape measure, talking to the landlord. He was just dying to rent space out. So you just took your tape measure and you measured out and spray painted on the the old wooden floor, what what you wanted for space, you calculate it per square foot, and you built your own walls, everything. So that's what my friend that I took this place over from, he's he actually built everything, you know, and that's in a way that's kind of how we got burnt from the other guy. The other guy just kind of used shoddy everything. So so I've been sinking every penny back in to make it just the way I want it, you know? And you know, with um just getting out of the hospital in 2010 and losing everything, lost my house, lost my, just lost everything when I was in the hospital for a year. And uh, I think I've, I've, you know, and I pat myself on the back because I can beat myself up pretty good too sometimes. But, you know, I've, I've come a long way and had my daughter in 2012, two years after getting out of the hospital. So, and then uh, got some deep pocket friends down the North End. And that's how we got our tattoo through their connections. It's always who you know, not what you know. Amen to that. And deep, deep pockets. It can cost three mil to get a tier two, tier three license. It's five thousand to ten thousand square feet of canopy. Tier one is twenty five hundred square feet to five thousand. And then tier three is um, ten thousand. I think up to twenty five. I think they can go. So the guy that I managed the uh, the hydro stores for, Mass Hydro, he has the biggest indoor grow here in Mass. Not far from here either, and uh, that's fifty thousand square feet. That's a pretty big building for around here, down at Fall River. So, and then he's got the only outdoor grow. He must have really paid some people off to get this eighty-five thousand. I think it's eighty eighty thousand cubic feet. I I can't remember. I, I, I the acreage is is. He only had his first crop last fall. It took him years to get this outdoor license. It's like eighty thousand square feet, maybe but they have like three more acres they can develop or something like that. And they just grew strict, strictly for CBD. And now his products are on the shelves, but you know, I heard they're not all that great, just commercial stuff, you know? He's always been in it for the money more than anything else. 
but he's on a few boards up in British Columbia, actually. So, uh, one of the cannabis boards up there. And um, but he's got a doctor on his on his board itself. He just opened up his own, his, his, the first store of his, where he can finally sell the product that he's been producing himself out of the fifty thousand square foot place. It's called Nova Farms. If he, he's on Instagram, Selfie Adams, you can look him up. His farm is Nova Farms, but. But so he's the only outdoor and he must have really paid some people off to get that fact because he's the only one. Yeah. I mean, it, even to get a store, his, his brick and mortar open, it just opened after maybe five years of trying constantly but going back for the review. At a certain point though, I mean, when's the earn back get cut off on something like that? Like you start, you know, you start investing millions just to get licensed or just, you know what I mean? All these millions, yeah. like, yeah. you know, there's so much pressure on, on that operation to produce, right? Like they had yeah. to not only produce, but produce high quality to pull right. that high dollar that they need to pay yeah. these millions back. It's just, it almost seems like you're at some point, you're just like gambling and really, really gambling high stakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of been, I will say this. I mean, I didn't even meet him when I was managing those stores. I told the story, you know, last, one of the times I was on about the manager who had hired me and how he had a big falling out in California and all that stuff. But so I didn't meet this guy for three months, you know, but the stories that I always heard were, you know, he's got his little entourage and he, he's worked his ass off ever since, you know, he's a, he was a foster care kid and he just worked his ass off, had a few connections, saved some money, started buying buses when he was 18 or something. And then we can just like coach buses, school buses and making them into the party buses and then just flipping them. And that's how we kind of started making the cash, but that's how he also made his connections. Plus he was living in Rhode Island at the time and Rhode Island has always been known for, you know, dirty, dirty politics. So, I mean, just look at Buddy Cianci, the, the old mayor of friggin' Providence. He went to jail. I mean, it's just always been run by the, by the, by the black hand down here. I just want so. to throw out there that uh, Red Setter Farms, sir, you making that Death Star fucking look fucking like it's super tasty. I've been listening to Charlie. And I've been watching you hit that joint. It, it's like, it's kind of like what I do. And I'm like really enjoying a joint. It's like right there in front of me. Dude, it's like, so, I'm so happy. I'm just, I'm listening to Charlie. Like I'm halfway, <laughs> like, I'm like kind of halfway, like, in chat like sort of like i feel like i'm in chat just watching the show just kicking back chilling just burning this right now but yeah it is really really tasty uh i almost forgot that uh, i was on camera right now for a second i was really enjoying this yeah you're totally oh right. it shows brother i'm fucking jealous brother because i'm serious i do the same thing at a really and good show and i was just like man this is i was just sitting here going man i'm fucking lit right now and i feel really good I'm we were talking about little... that Earlier too, uh, Eagle said that uh, Lexi kind of teases him because he like sits there and like tastes it, you know, and you know just savors every little taste of it. Like that's oh, it's, that's why I love this plant, man. It really is. You know, I, I was a cigarette. I was a cigarette smoker. Um, I've been smoking a lot of bowls and joints lately. We finally busted out and spent a little bit of the alcohol supply and cleaned up some of our bongs and joints or just cleaner bongs and joints, cleaned some of our bongs and bowls and uh, pipes and things. And you know what? I'm still rolling some joints, man, because 
this this Death Star really like I like smoking like my sativas, my headier, more daytime type stuff. I like smoking that stuff in a joint for whatever reason. Like OGs, like um I don't know, man, just other like really, really heavy, heavy hitters and stuff. I like the flavorful weed and stuff. I like to hit that in a bowl. Uh I don't know, man. Personal preference, I guess. Nothing nothing that has anything to do with really effect or anything. It's just kind of like what I like to sit back and chill on. I, I will stick like some good fruity flavorful stuff in a joint sometimes, but usually just, I don't know, it doesn't do it as much as like something that's like really heady, you know? But yeah, man, so I'm an ex-cigarette smoker and yeah, I'm, when I smoke a joint, I tend to get down on it and enjoy it. How long have you been off the nicotine, Red? Three years, what, three years? Oh, God bless you. Think, man. Uh, March, I don't know, 25th or something like that. It was like the three-year mark. Right on, man. I'm trying now. Yeah. Like, I'm making sincere effort to get off it, you know? It's a mind fuck, man. It's a habitual yeah. mind fuck. It's a, yeah. it's a physical mind fuck. The, you know, like, the withdrawal's bad. All right, we've, we've all tried to smoke, to quit smoking or something. All cigarette smokers, you know, want to quit. We've all tried to quit. I think there's... Yeah, man, there's, there's, uh, you get a little sick, you get a little this and that, but it's not like puking sick, like that. It's, it's more of a mind fuck sick, right? Like, my, my best example that I ha- ever have is like, you get up to go to the kitchen, go get some food, but you like walk to the bathroom and, you know, you just have these total space head moments all the time. It's just, you're really yeah. spaced out all the time. You can't get your thoughts straight. You can't fucking meditate worth a shit. You can't make a phone call type of thing, right? That lasts for a couple of weeks. It's tough, but <clears throat> I got through it with uh, smoking. All right, so let's say that there's, you know, basically on my trim, right? A bunch of yeah. shit like this. I, I had this uh, fruity strain. It was called Bloodberry. It was like a daytime sativa type strain. It, it bested out at like 15%, 16%. We got it lab tested. It was some nice stuff. Um made you feel really good so i just smoked that uh i didn't smoke like the flower all day but anytime i had like a cigarette craving i would smoke on whatever trimmings i had laying around because yeah yeah i didn't have a pack of joints worth of flour that I, like i couldn't survive on you know i would burn through yeah. my income and all that stuff so i couldn't do that but i had a bunch of trim that i could very easily burn through and just right torched down every time i had myself a nice uh nicotine craving or something i made it three days 10 days ago i made it three days three days is is like a life that first day dude i picked it up again i can't believe it it. it's rough man it's hard man i I did that that three days that three days that's a hurdle that's a hurdle and and it goes by yeah but i know what you mean by like i couldn't concentrate I couldn't think straight. I was ready to bite everybody's head off every once in a while, like every hour, two hours. I just yeah, the agitation definitely comes. Yep. Yeah, but I that ebbs and flows for sure. Could not focus. It felt like my mind was just constantly. Yeah, 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 the focus thing is gone. That's out the window. Like I was getting frustrated that I couldn't concentrate Um, on anything. It's hard to give any. It's hard to give any advice and say that I give you this advice or to do this because all I can say is is you just have to you have to want to do it you have to I guess discipline yourself to do it and you have to yeah I don't know man it's just it's a headspace thing you know you got to get it out yeah. of your life like once I went that twenty four hours I was like whoa I haven't had I haven't gone twenty four hours without a cigarette in 
I couldn't even count days. I couldn't count fucking days, man. Ten. I couldn't count years. I couldn't count probably decades that I hadn't gone 24 hours without a fucking cigarette, right? Yeah. And if I can't count a decade that I haven't gone 24 hours without a cigarette and I just did it, I was like, that's kind of a big deal. This, the, you know, I'm going to go the next day. And I went the next day. And it is I, a big I, deal. It is a big but, deal, man. And, and you it know, did. you go those three days or something. I, I actually went, <clears throat> I went like 12 hours or something. I DJed a gig, right? And I didn't take any of my cigarettes. I, I stopped buying cigarettes. I was like, I'm going to quit. And I borrowed a cigarette off my fiance, um, girlfriend at the time. Borrowed a, bummed a cigarette off of her. I think it was 100 or something. It was like a, a you know, so it was a taller cigarette. and a little more tobacco. And I had a DJ a gig. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to save this cigarette for the ride home. And the gig was like an hour away. Like, that's a perfect time. I might have a beer or something at the gig, and I got an hour drive home. I'm going to smoke this cigarette, you know? That'll be a real nice cigarette. I smoked that cigarette. I went the whole day, man, without smoking a cigarette, and I did the gig, and I was really antsy, and I really wanted to smoke during my gig and shit, and that was, like, a real mental, you know, tough one to get through. But I got through the gig, and I packed up, and I, I smoked that fucker on the way home, and going just that, I don't know, man, whatever it was, it was maybe 24 hours since i had smoked and i smoked that cigarette man i felt ill it kind of fucked with me i like gave me a headache kind of i don't know if it was because it wasn't my normal kind of cigarette and it was a hundred you know and it was a little bit more but man i kind of didn't like the effect of the nicotine that i had actually i actually felt the effect of nicotine right i hadn't really felt the effect of nicotine in a while because i was so used to it you know it's a poison man yeah and i felt it and i was like man this is fucking me up yeah i don't feel good right now I'm I'm gonna try to actually quit this, and I and I did. I my fiance actually ended up doing it too. It's a support thing, you know. You kind of like you gotta get it out of your house, out of your lifestyle. It's yeah, that was tough, man. Her and I both were in the service industry for a long time. I was in the service industry like my whole yeah. life. <clears throat> you take a break, you go have a cigarette. If you if you yeah. don't have something to go do to take a break, doing you don't get a break. You know what I mean? That's basically the service industry. You're taking care of something at all times. Yeah. Unless, gonna go pull yeah. some food or go smoke a cigarette so yeah i was a bartender for on and off for almost 23 years yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. You, you know exactly how it is yeah. hell yeah fuck yeah and, and and you know that's that's how that goes but you know my I'm, father quit I, after I, 22 years my grandfather quit after 55 years he smoked cigars cigarettes and pipes and he quit he went to the hospital in 75 though for an operation and every time they put him under he coughed so they kept him back then. They just kept him in the hospital for two weeks before they operated. You know, I had a babysitter give me a freaking call of a cigarette at the age of four and a half, almost five years old. You know what I mean? Twelve years old started buying Marlboro. Yeah. You know, yeah, that was, that was me, things, man. man. They quit these. Yeah, he's going to kill me when I was like twelve. You know, not to be yeah. Debbie Downer. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer, but seeing people like you gives me inspiration and encouragement, and I mean that because that's well, all I kept thinking <clears> about those three days. If yeah, man. Yeah, it, if you can make I those can three it. days happen, yeah, yeah. If you can make those three days happen, you can totally yeah. make a year out of Tomorrow's your life. Tomorrow's my next day. So, Tomorrow's my next day to not. I'm I'm gonna be out before I go home tonight, and I'm not picking up a pack, and I'm not. And problem is, my wife smokes now. She knows not to smoke in front of me when I'm, you know. But you give me inspiration, and I mean that. Like hearing those stories that you, you know. Yeah, no, no. It's all my mind. It's all in your head. My father said that. It's all in your head, Bill. It's all in your head. My fiance and I, we didn't quit on the same day or anything. She actually didn't stop. It 
we're close. You know, it, it yeah. was a couple of weeks for her. It was a couple three weeks. She actually she'll smoke a cigarette when she goes out with her girlfriends and things like that. It was it was it was rough for me to take it for the first couple of times she did it. But you know what? She still doesn't smoke cigarettes like we used to. And if yeah. it's right now, nobody's going out anywhere. So you know, she definitely hasn't smoked in at least the last couple of months, and probably before that, it's probably once every few months. But <clears throat> it is what it is. You know what I mean? She's, I consider her a non-smoker at, the, at that point, but man, I, yeah. I still have that old, you know, I kind of feel like, like I got a little smoker's cough or something, but I feel a lot better, man. I was a yeah. daily <clears throat> cougher. I was always coughing up stuff in the morning and uh, See, I'm not like that. I'm not like, I haven't been like, I've been off the marbles for almost 20 years now, but yeah, I just spoke going on 20. I smoke parliaments, but I smoke 100, so. But my father yeah. said to this, he quit in 1970. He says to this day, after a nice meal, he'll get a craving. But he goes, just the thought of it and the smell of it, definitely, this, he goes, you know, especially the smell of it. If he just smells it, he gets a headache. It just, you know, but it's been so yeah, long Yeah, th that's where that one cigarette after that 24 hours. Man, hey, man, smoke some herb, smoke some trim. Uh, yeah. Supplement that habit, you know. Yeah, it'll, it'll oral fixation. Yep, and that's what a lot of it is. You know, I, I, I don't want to say, I, I can't tell you to smoke weed while you drive or anything. So chew on beef jerky, yeah, yeah. Yeah. eat an mean. apple, something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, there was yeah. a, uh, a, I stopped at a stoplight and I could smell the cigarette smoker behind me. When I, when I did that, that was, I was only like wow. a week or two out after smoking. And I was like, whoa, that was, yeah, yeah. that's what I smell like at every single traffic light. I was like, yeah. wow, man. I, no offense to anybody who's who smokes yeah. cigarettes, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I could smell the cigarette yeah. smoker in the car behind me. You know what I mean? I was yeah, really I was blown away. There's no there's no smoking in my house. I've never smoked in <laughs> front of my daughter. Even though she knows, I don't lie to her, she knows I do it, but I've never you know, I like, right. you know I'm I'm real conscious about everything that I, I, I do when it comes to yeah, I especially I haven't smoked in my house in, you know, thirty years, man, just because of the smell. I was like, ugh. It's, yeah, I used to have long hair down, you know, almost down to my ass at one point, and uh, it just too, stunk. Charlie. Friggin right sick. before yeah, this yeah. haircut right here yeah, was long yeah. hair down to my ass. I went from right, hair down right. to my ass to this right yeah, here. Man, yeah, man. I had the beard. I, I mean, my parents didn't even recognize me. They drove by me twice once. <laughs> didn't even recognize I wanna, me. I want to say congratulations to you both. Both to you, Red, for knocking that shit out of your life, and to you, Charlie, for your small victories so far. And I yeah, wanted man. to thank you one more time, Red, because I still have not had an energy drink since our conversation. Eagle, and man, I, I love hearing that. Every It's been uh, a little long while since. Three we, weeks. Has three weeks. it? Wow. <laughs> yes. Damn, man. Was that your thing? Yeah, I was right. pretty well hooked on him for a while. And I gave him up because of the conversation I had with him. And I tell you what, I have noticed my energy actually go up with lemonade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sugar intake, man, was dragging you down easily. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the the crazy thing is, man, is I, I hope that you continue to be able to give me those updates. It's those updates that kind of keep you pushing because it'd be like, I can't wait to update him again another week from now. Like, hey, man. And I hope to keep hearing those updates, honestly, because – It'd be around a lot longer, I, I, I'd imagine, with uh, without that kind of stuff flowing through those veins. Man, that stuff's wild, dude. I felt a lot better taking that stuff out of my body. Mentally, physically, emotionally, everything, man. Uh, you know? 
it's 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 a good rush. It's cool, but uh, I don't know, man. I worked in kid like again, man. I was up till four or five, six in the morning. You know, like I was working. That was that was my shift. You know, and I needed something to keep me going. And I wasn't into cocaine. Never really been into cocaine. So did you know whatever I could get up the gas station, I guess. Um, Look- weed, weed, weed's my thing now, man. Now, now that I can pick and balance my strains, that's and some coffee, a little bit of coffee, a little bit of weed. Hey, Charlie's, uh, Charlie's Garden, uh, dude, Charlie's Farm, man. I'm sorry, dude. Every every now and then the no thing way. don't pop up. Charlie's Farm, uh. I say uh, do a fumador. Hey, shout out fumador, man. Uh, yeah, he fumador. says find some hash joints and get yeah, ripped, yeah. and you'll forget hey. about the marble. <laughs> I don't know if you can yeah. see chat. But... No, I can't see chat. Peace, chat. Fumador, man. Yeah, he's 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 my boy there, man. We've known each other in chat for years now. Years. Yeah, man, I like that. Yeah. Exactly. First time I ever saw a comment, and he had me laughing my ass off. I went, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, it's, yeah, uh, shout out uh, Embracing Organics and that whole crew, man. They yeah, got a good show. Thanks, going everybody. Your boy, Roy, boy, if he's out there, he's another local. You know. Pretty awesome. Uh, Eagle, I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much, man. Uh, I'm glad you thank got you. off of that, man. And thank you for that. Yeah, that's huge, man. My next thing is look- coffee. I think I'm looking back. I think that shit was working on me like a Ritalin. I think it was actually burning up the energy I would have had and just bringing me down. As well. It's what like opiates. The more you use it, the less it the less it works. You know, it's like opiates. You know, the more you use the shit, the less it works. Oh yeah, and then you need a lot of it. And yeah, then the, and yeah. then the uh, yeah, the man. sugars start counteracting the nutrition, any nutrition yeah, that yeah, it might yeah. have in it. Yeah. You know, I was I drinking I, it a lot. I was like, Ooh, I don't, nice. I don't like sugar. I'm not a sugar guy at all. Never, yeah. never have been. Hurts my teeth. Yeah. I'll do a Ben and Jerry's every, uh, you know, every other night, and that's the only sugar I eat. Period. I don't eat processed sugar, any at all. No, no white sugar. No way. I don't eat any of it. You know, I like fruit. If I'm gonna get sugar kick, I get it from my fruit. You know, I somewhat eat healthy, somewhat. You Your know, but I'm still apples have a ton of sugar. I got out of the hospital and I lost thirty pounds, and I haven't been able to gain it back. So you know, that's ten years now. That's why I'm so damn skinny now. You know, but it is what it is. Hey, blessed you to be here. You know, Charlie. Farmer Willie, yes sir. You still haven't told me which one you prefer. I I like to call you Charlie's Farm because that's how everybody can look you up. Uh, yeah, although it, it is Farmer Willie, I want to make throw that out there. Thanks, man. <clears throat> Thanks for um, you know. Hey, those in the know know Farmer Willie. That's what I always right. say. Those in the there know, man. Oh, uh, but what I wanted to say was I haven't talked to you since uh, four twenty, and uh, one of my favorite moments. Out of 420, what I what I can remember of it was getting that genuine fucking belly laugh out of you that night, because that was that, that cracked me up. I got such a good laugh out of you that day. Like, it just <laughs> it kind of lit me up for a few hours. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. I, I love it. Yeah, doesn't happen often, but I love those, man. Yeah. <laughs> It was funny because you just happened to catch the reference. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, know how many yeah. people actually caught that R2 button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always say, I'm sure I've been called worse, man. <laughs> so I got all these plants. Listen, you guys want to see some damage? You want to see what mice do? I got a mice infestation so bad. You want to see what mice damage looks like and how it kills a plant? Dude, I got mice digging worms out of my pot, I think. <laughs> 
Dude, I, I, oh fuck, man! I don't want you guys to talk about them getting in the grow rooms because Dude, I, I just had to pull them out of my dog food yeah, today, yeah. And so yeah, I got to scrap like probably thirty dollars yeah. of a fifty dollar bag of dog food. Yeah, we got some people. That I'm kind of yeah. I'm so, kind of like Charlie, where it's not fully mine, so there's like other areas and shit, and there are for sure mice. I see them run through there. And it's gonna be impossible. Eagle, you got something going on with mice today? Is we got we got a mouse talk going on tonight? No mice over no, there. No, no. I'm interested. House. I never really, I never really knew that uh, they were could be that as much as a problem until Charlie started showing his last oh, week. I didn't realize. Better not get in my grow room, dude. I don't. Yeah, they to. eat my worms. I swear, dude. Because every Let's day I'll that. come in there and they'll have there'll be a spot like the size of a golf ball. Yes. Did it. Where they push away all the straw and they'll eat like I think they're eating worms. All right, I'm I'm definitely getting some traps. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to try to get them out somehow, man. I hate so the traps and stuff. I don't mean to sound like that's Charlie? nothing, guys. What's that? Is he, is he digging around in the pot? Is that what you're showing? No, no. What they're doing is sharpening their teeth on the bark, and by doing that, they just rip it off. They gnaw it a little bit, but they're they're char they're they're sharpening their teeth is what they're basically doing this one's one of the worst this is my primal punch number six terpene profile off the hook let me see if i can get it i just watered it so it might be hard in this light let me see if i can move some of these big boys over this is super damn upside down five gallon bucket i don't know okay it is i don't know if this one's gonna make it that's how bad this one is it's already showing some serious stress. You see that? Let me see if I can get up real close to it. What size pot is that? I like that tech where you keep it wide and keep it short. Yeah. Five? Yeah, this is a five. Can you guys see? See, it's completely barren right to the to the pulp. There's almost oh, scratching it's almost on it? Eighth of an inch deep. I wish I could get better light. Biting on it or scratching it? Yeah. Biting they scratch their fucker? teeth. They're sharpening their teeth on it is what they're doing. Yeah, let me see if I can get the light down there. Can you guys see that? Look at that. Oh, light. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, it's pretty yeah. serious. Yeah, they're chewing on Get out of here. Look at that. Wow, this is what I thought at first. Anybody who's had aphids knows the lower growth, the new growth will look good. Low growth will start just dying off and you just can't explain it you're sitting there going what the hell is going on here with this plant the new growth looks beautiful that's usually aphids so i was getting a little panic going well, how the hell did i get aphids and then obviously took a closer look i had a couple in flower thank god they were so late in flower that they didn't do any damage any serious damage if anything maybe they stressed it a little bit so the turps came out a little more because it was literally the last week but and one of them was really just as bad as this that's at least in an eighth inch thick dug down barren wood fiber right there get that yeah so that's why i'm gonna get all these all these gonna get into transplanted grow them out for about a week in a thousand they still the miles i gotta put up right there i'm gonna get these transplanted tonight before i leave get them get them in the other room take about a week you guys got hardware stores open looks like you're gonna have to get a yeah, I already did today. You know what? I, you know what they don't like? This is a you know a little uh, little home remedy. Let me turn this around. 
uh, vinegar. They hate vinegar. Spray vinegar around all the walls. They can't stand it. Well, that's, that's good to know. Thing. All right. Second thing, I, I got a good I supply get, of cider vinegar. Yeah, yeah. Any, any, they can't stand it. And then um, I got uh, two ultrasound. There's one of them right here. Oh, hold on. You guys can't see that because you got to turn that around. So I guess we forgot. Right there, and it has a red. It has a red indicator light on it to show that it's on. But it can be a bright LED as well. And that's an ultrasound, but it only does about 400 square feet. The other one I have in the other room, it's a cycler. It actually works within the wall. Problem is, is my electrical isn't in the wall. As you can see, all my electrical is outside the window. Right, uh, those are, are my you cleaned in with that red cider vinegar? Because you should, if you're using the, the vinegar, it should be uh, the white vinegar. If the apple cider vinegar actually it will promote uh, like flies and shit, fruit flies and gnats and shit. Yeah, because you can so make that's homemade caps with that. I I got the it for. Did, did my does my mic sound all weird now? Does it sound all echoey? Echo echo? Is it just me? I, it's Charlie's mic open. Sorry, did it open up Michael. real quick? Okay, that was weird. I don't know. My hand was on my mixer, and I don't think I turned anything. Anyways, okay, sorry. Um, yeah. So I I thought I heard to like wash your fruits and vegetables in cider vinegar, but I was under the impression that cleaning would be white vinegar. But what? Okay, so so white vinegar is cleaning. Is white vinegar to soak? Soak in white vinegar also, not cider vinegar. It both both things you're referencing is uh both white vinegar. You want to clean your fruits and vegetables with white vinegar. And it, when I told you about it before, it's also white vinegar. You can drop a, like a wrench in there. I told you to test this theory. Drop your rustiest Damn, whatever. I know, dude. I in, know, in the, man. And I bought two gallons of cider vinegar trying oh, but i haven't cleaned anything with it yet i was i yeah. was going to i mean I, I got fruits and vegetables so i was i mean i've been washing my shit with soap and water to be honest with you i need something better but you know what you can use have to source the white vinegar that's probably why i couldn't find um, that you can actually use a apple cider vinegar for uh like uh fungus gnats and fruit flies and shit like that. If you put it like a shot out or some in a glass yeah i, I do then, that i definitely do that yeah. Um, well, for cleaning yeah. white vinegar, and, no and that's why I was like, I was like, cider vinegar. What the fuck is people talking about? But everybody was talking about cider vinegar, and I don't know, man. I guess I heard it, heard it. I went with the herd on that one, dude. I don't know. Definitely white, white. Because I mean, I knew that just from. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pickler, man. I make pickles and shit. Like I know it's low pH is fucking white vinegar you know i know where to go get good maybe maybe i gotta go to my old yeah you can actually use it for a ph down in a pinch fucking oh i oh yeah sure sure it's good for cleaning glass it's good for cleaning everything yeah man i was like what the fuck's going on with this cider but i picked up called bottle sink and that was the best thing for fruits and vegetables probably because it's i don't know sweet or something i don't know a lot of people use the lactic acid bacteria them labs too for cleaning that'll like do the, the same thing as like a disinfectant yeah i don't have any of that laying around 
No, I'm lactose intolerant. Uh-oh. I don't have any milk. Yeah. I mean, I could go buy a gallon of milk. I don't know. I, you know, I just don't have it laying around. <laughs> but I'm not, I don't know, man. Uh, I've, I've been scrubbing fruits and vegetables, to be honest with you. I haven't been too worried about it. Like, we got the cider vinegar and stuff, and I'm like, it's more of a hassle to fucking fill up my sink and dilute it with this shit, and I just haven't even done it. You know, I've just been washing shit by hand, and normally I just rinse stuff off. I just, you know, but obviously lately things have been a little more concerning, drink, so... Right. Drink that shit. I, I, actually, I, I have done do that with also it. with some garlic. You ever do the garlic in the vinegar shot, man? Apple Spider cider vinegar. vinegar. There's like thousands of health benefits for apple oh, yeah, cider dude. vinegar. Oh, yeah. Mother, yeah. It's got to have the mother, though. I actually used to use that back, I mean, as far back as fucking uh, eighth grade for uh, to make weight for wrestling. Uh, in between meals, I would do shots of apple cider vinegar because it kept the bacteria in your gut. It just like break down your fucking food like that. I mean, it it would make it so you'd easier to make weight on time. But yeah, you know, I was like, drinking I it did one, as far back. I did one actually right when we bought these two new bottles of vinegar because I've had an old bottle, a smaller bottle of vinegar sitting around for a while. I didn't really want to mess with drinking it. I don't know. It's been around for a long time. So anyways, I got those two new bottles. That was the exact first thing that I did when I got home. I chopped Sore throats? Garlic. Yeah, I do that, man. Fresh garlic, and uh, I put it in a shot glass, with, top it off with vinegar, man, and just take it down the hatch. Down the uh, hatch. Another thing. A couple I, good I, swigs. I like to drink that shit daily, too. When If I'm out of kombucha, this is no fucking lie. I drink a lot of kombucha. If I'm on a kombucha, I will actually drink red cider vinegar and honey and water. Mix it up. It actually tastes like a fucking tea, and it's super great for you. Super good for your gut. It'll help fucking burn calories and shit all day long. It's good for uh, just as a di- if you're wanting to lose weight as a dietary supplement. They sell it in capsule form and everything for that shit, but uh, just... I mean, I could go on and on about the health benefits of fucking kicking back some apple cider vinegar. Yeah, man. No, like cider vinegar is good for your throat. Yeah, it's really good for a lot of things. And then garlic's great for your lungs, and garlic has a lot of uh, uh, antiviral properties and things like that to it. Garlic's great. Garlic, uh, I've, I've felt, I kind of feel like uh, a stimulating effect if you eat like a half of a clove to a full clove of garlic, you give yourself like a good 10, 15 minutes. You can almost feel like call it an entourage effect. Call it a high. I call it a high. I mean, you can get high off a of nutmeg and things like that. I say you can get high off of garlic. You can get sick off of garlic, but like you can almost get like, I don't know. It's like a metabolism high or something. You can feel it. Like if you focus enough on it and you know your body enough you can actually feel the garlic processing garlic's a great thing raw garlic you cook garlic you immediately like you almost immediately like kill the nutritional effects of it but if you eat it raw it's crazy i feel like that's uh really similar to saying i like eating cake but i'm not gonna drink the vanilla extract (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's uh yeah, I mean, I guess I got. I would, I would, I would argue that one and say vanilla extracts not good for you. But I mean, 
and neither is cake so i don't know but the the garlic thing is like it, it, it's an acquired taste you know it's definitely an acquired taste smiley i'm gonna give you that it's 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 harsh man i'm not gonna you know i will suggest go eating garlic because it's not bad for you but if garlic makes you sick don't eat garlic you know it's gonna mess with your mouth it's gonna make your, your breath stink whatever you know but i i enjoy it man i'm just i ate a lot of uh like lebanese food mediterranean food and shit like that and i grew up around a lot of garlic cloves so i enjoy it i see spicy food in chat fumador yeah man oh my spicy god food. i love spicy food anything to make I, you sweat sweat out that garlic and i was eat actually right it's kind of funny if you if you the twenty four hour thing ever fucking airs, it says still processing on my end. I'm just like every day checking it, just like come on, it's got to air like, eventually, right? Today, I would think so. I would think so. I don't know why I wouldn't, but if you watch like them last few hours, like the last four hours, I am so fucking drained. I'm like trying anything to fucking stay awake. And what I did was I went and grabbed some fucking habanero sauce you remember that smiley when i was eating the habanero sauce i was eating uh bugles and habanero sauce i was filling the bugles up with that habanero sauce and i was dude that's it's a huge metabolism booster man for the record though that did not play the way you thought that was gonna i thought that made you worse you went you sat back in your chair for a little while dude you had a couple times you were like looking like you might throw up that's like, funny because that was the best effect you want. In my head, it was working. I swear to God, in my head, I was like, "Yeah, this is." I hope but fucking I was stripping in sweat and shit, but I was fucking loving it. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fully alert now and shit." But yeah, you I ended up drinking open. enough milk to put you to sleep. No, I don't know. I'm not. I don't usually don't mix it with milk. I. With hab- that's the beauty of the habanero is that, that first bite usually fucking just scours your fucking taste buds to where yeah, the rest of it's manageable. It's, I you really know love the flavor. Dude, it's, it's like um oh man, I can't think of the word for it, but it's it's like one of those anomalies that it's it's a delicious flavor. I love the flavor of the habanero to the point where after that first bite you can't even taste it. It's terrible. It's like it's such a good flavor that can't even be tasted because you fry your taste buds off just attempting to taste it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so it, it's a good habanero specifically is a great pepper flavor. Am I the only I one? It wasn't will, so fucking spicy. <laughs> am I the only? So it sounds like we're on the same page as uh, liking the habanero because I'm the same th- way. The first bite, I love the habanero. No, I love the flavor, dude. Like the flavor of the pepper is fantastic. It's habanero way jalapeno is one of those things you can actually fucking like the next morning feel that high, it like it reformed in your gut also. and just pushed all the way through. It's like. Like almost like you swallowed a cherry of a joint, you can feel it just burn all the way through your intestines until you, you know when that shit's ready to come out. You're like, "Yep, cherries hit the asshole. Time to go." <laughs> fucking yeah, I'm not it's selling fucking... it, man. I'm just saying that's not really selling it, not at all. See, I, I, I yeah, man, I, I can't, I can't get with like, um, I. If it if it does something for me and I gotta kind of suffer through it, 
for me to get there. I kind of like uh, bland foods, man. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I got lactose intolerant. I took cheese out of my diet. I took a lot of really good foods because they all have processed whey and milk products in them. But I, I, I really got like, I've always drank my coffee black. I've always drank my tea without sugar or any sweeteners. I've never really been into candies and things like that. So I've always eaten like raw green. I've always eaten salads and a lot of stuff like that, but like steaks and stuff, I usually don't use sauces or anything like that. I don't like dipping my fries in ketchup or a lot of stuff like that. I don't know when, when I eat, I kind of eat more for nutrition. So I'll eat greens and I'll do basic dressings. You know, I won't do ranch or anything like that. I'll use uh, like vinegar and oil or a lot of times, like I'll do balsamic vinegar in my salad. Like, I don't know, man, you know, I do real basic, basic stuff, not really eating so much for flavor, but just kind of for the nutrition of it lately. I mean, it's been trying to eat whatever I can get my hands on really because sourcing food's kind of weird, but you know, that is, that's a different story, different topic, but I mean, you know, but yeah, dude, like, like black coffee, like, um, I'm trying to think, man, I, I used to chow on like lemons and rinds kind of, or lemons and uh, limes, like uh, they were apples, like just cut right through the line, uh, rind and all, just, you know, just bite right into a lemon. I can't really do it so much anymore. I mess with my teeth, but I used to do that all the time. Probably why it messes with my teeth. I know a few people that eat elements like fucking apples. I'm like, how can you do that shit? I do like onions. I don't know about eating them like an apple. So like garlic, stuff like that. Rub, like hard, fight, spicy foods. Yeah. Um, a lot of bland, like bland. I'll eat, I'll eat just raw leaf stuff, like dandelion leaves. So Smiley, would you? Are you down with like dandelion leaves, or is that like too bitter of a of a no? I- no, oh, no. I've never tried them, man. I was just laughing at Humidor and Chad. Oh, okay, right on. He's dogging on you saying a hummingbird has a better gut or something. I oh, know. I know, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, okay, no. Um, yeah, I'm gonna agree with that, dude. I worked at I worked at basically fast food. I worked for uh Buffalo Wild Wings for like 10 years. So that's all I ate for almost 10 years. And it was like a lot of deep fried. It was a lot of hot sauce too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I probably burned a hole with hot sauce, but I'm thinking it was more the fast food style, um, you know, process, processed foods, fried foods and things like that. Yeah. Uh, actually, believe it or not, man, um, I've been having some stuff that have a little bit of milk and stuff in the ingredients and haven't really been having my dairy reactions like I used to. So I think I might be outgrowing this whole lactose intolerance thing with a better diet that i put myself on so not too bad man shout out to uh your leafy greens you know i see all those leafy greens, and i had to say that because charlie's farm's got all those leafy greens in his hands man someone take this microphone from me and stop me from talking about food man it's been a minute since you've been back red why would i know man i I just talked for like two hours with skillbo and no, I'm 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 sorry, man. I feel like I'm just over dominating this conversation right now. I'm not, not I'm at all. Talking you about know, silly stuff like bland food, not even good food. I'm not even talking about candy or, or edibles or anything good. I'm talking about boring black coffee and salads with balsamic vinegar. 
you know, I was secretly cheesing last night when I was watching you guys all sign off and that uh, you guys were like, you can you can also find me over on Eagle's show. I was like, ding! Because I like having you over here too, you know? it's uh, I just thought it was nice to hear that uh, both you and Spartan threw that in there. I was, I was like, hell yeah, that's kind of nice to be uh, thrown in that lineup with everything else you're throwing out there. It's an honor, man. It's an honor to have you over here, Red. I so love you, it, man. Just out of curiosity, I, I'm watching Charlie do his little pruning there, but uh, just random discussion on technique, but a lot of them uh, leaves, I'll even just try to pop them off with by a pair of hands. Like, just... It seems like if you just pull them straight down on the stem, they'll they'll pop. You know what I mean? And if they don't, you give them a half twist and they'll pop. But I don't know. It just seems like it's uh, he's doing it on half the stem there down the strip like that. But some of them, you know, you can even slide them down. And it almost seems like some of that pruning I do, like uh, the cleanup, I almost use my fingers more than a scissors. It's like easier and faster. Yeah, I, I do a lot of finger pruning. I'll use my scissors like little harder to reach areas and hope you ever accidentally snip this part of your finger, like holding a couple leaves. And then you come oh, through, yeah. dude, that's the worst, man. That's the fucking worst. Don't do that. Watch yourself with those fiskers or with whatever trimmers you got. You chop through that. Look, Oh, you got one today. That That's about a week old last week. Yep. Got the end of my thumb. Yeah, man. You get yourself, dude. They make those things sharp as a mug, dude. On the end, they're like, they're, like you poke yourself with them too those uh, um the fisker ones they're just sharp as yep. shit at the points oh oh and what makes it the worst is if you don't know oh man like if you're cutting through a stem like all right you get you come through like like some uh some fresh some fresh growth right it kind of sn- it, it clips real nice and easy you got some old woody growth and you're already putting some effort into the scissors and then it finally gives and you cut through and then you catch yourself Oh yeah, you're putting some force into that cut. That's a rough one because most of the time you can kind of catch yourself. You go to snip your finger, like, oh, I'm gonna snip my finger off, and then you kind of like stop the pressure and you kind of catch yourself. Kitchen, kitchen work. They actually make these uh, steel. They almost look like uh, shark suit. They're like steel mesh gloves. So I guess if you're somebody who has a real bad problem with. Uh, cutting your fingers while trimming you could always try to use those but those those would be a pain in the ass to try to clean can you imagine getting resin all over steel mesh gloves that'd be a pain in the ass all right i'm rambling again guys well the the sap kind of stings and shit too man uh, like i don't know anytime i've had it the sap will pretty well sting weird I got to give back to dandelions and shout out because uh, Fumador says that some that they're better, but yeah, I agree with the sweet. Um, I just had to throw that out there, man, because there's some sweet dandelions out there. I've came across them. I agree. I'd like to be able to breed those. Sorry, smile. I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Don't it's, cut me off, this man. Death Star has got me all giddy and talkative. And fucking, The I'm dandelions, so, uh, so I would say I know more about feeding the soil than I probably know about feeding myself and I've heard people talk about that for uh KNF shit and uh and also for like um you know using in your compost your worm bin I want it all to go through the worm's gut man that's the end goal that's the 
think that's going to be the ultimate coated in calcium. As I sit here, the only guy doing soil talking to these three uh, salt grower guys. <laughs> I'm preaching, man. I'm, I'm preaching. I'm still, I'm still fucking listening. I'm still listening. <laughs> a couple top dresses along the way, you'll be all set. You know, as I fucking do more of this, I'm starting to fucking be more embarrassed about my fucking typing skills. Because <laughs> I'm t- actually talking to more people and shit. You know, when I reach out to people, I, I am now making a conscious effort to, you know, capitalize, correctly punctuate shit. Look it over before I hit send, but fucking chat and shit. My chicken packing shit can be terrible sometimes. It's hard though, man. You guys are talking. I'm just trying to keep up and listen. And it's, it's pretty tough. Because you'll read something in chat and then you got to think about what they were, the conversation was at a minute ago. Oh, there's actually fucking times where you might see me. I'm like, I'll reach to answer something on the laptop. And I'll be like, oh, fuck. And then I'll do it on my phone because I've got the spell check on my phone or it's already like, you ever notice how like the that uh, predictive shit that is like dead on? Yeah, have you ever had a thought that you're going to like do and fucking you start writing it and that motherfucker is just like one word ahead of you the whole way and shit? Even on the subject, you're like, how'd that thing know I was thinking about doors and shit? You know what I mean? I've had sent texts sometimes where it was all predictive shit. Just bap, 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 bap. Wow, that was convenient, but wow. <laughs> How did you know I was going there? This big brother, big brother's watching you. You go fucking Google. I did hear him talk about that. It was uh, contact tracking is the term. I, I heard, and I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, oh, it's, it's not surveillance. It's contact tracking. Gotcha. It is funny, some of that kind of propaganda shit. They just fucking spin it to some stupid fucking word they came up with. Well, nobody's heard of this term before, so there's no negative connotation associated with it. If we say it's surveillance, then everybody's worried about that one, but, you know. (laughs) Funny shit. It's funny shit. Just uh, reading here, uh, Slurhouse comment. He says, Eagle Gardens, just wanted to say thank you. My lights come on just when your stove starts, and it's become... Part of my nightly garden trending smoke ritual. Great positive info. <clears throat> positive people and cannabis love. Thanks. How fucking cool is that? It's cool, man. We're hanging out with this girl with It's badass. Still 43 cool fucking people watching right now. I love the late nights. I really do. You know, it's a little bit harder to get people in here in this time frame, but uh, this time frame seems to, like, reach. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is about this time frame, but it seems to reach different countries, the, the time. 
Because we've got a lot of nightly viewers that are tuning in from Australia, Germany, UK. And it says 10% of our, actually, it's up to fucking 16% now is the, Canada. Uh, Canada Den- growers. It's probably because boom farms there. Yeah, Denmark, me. too. I want to give a shout out to that because uh, Elkmanstein is uh, Denmark. That's crazy, man. I just can't believe that shit. You're going to be more famous than Mr. Clean before you know it. I'll be calling him Ego. I doubt that. Funny, though. I've been hit with that Mr. Clean more than once because of the bald head. What are you working on over there, Charlie? What are you... uh? Cleaning up over there. Uh, he's on mute. He ain't gonna be able to. Oh, I got sorry. it. You're you're open there now, is. Charlie. There he is. Yeah, well, I I talk too much. <laughs> no, you muted it, or I must have muted it. But uh... um, I had a spray a couple of days ago with the Azzy, Azimax, because I uh, I got a little I had a little trip action, and I think it, they came in possibly with the mice, or are coming in. So I have a lot of strings. String, I got you know, it's it's really stringy. I got some tough. Uh, they're a little bit overdried because they're gonna be they're gonna be transplanted. So uh, I'm just pruning these up so I can't get them transplanted. Uh, they got shocked pretty bad with the Azzy, and uh, I had the lights out a little bit too long, a couple of times, and they kind of flipped into flower. So I got a lot of tight noting. You know what I mean? So I'm just trying to clean them up so I get a little more airflow before I transplant them. And I. I I have a bunch to do. So I figured, why not? So this one here is a golden lemon. This one's nice. This one's very nice. Now, this I got through a friend, though. This I didn't crack this one. I actually have my seed collection I brought, finally. I brought here. Because I'm going gonna, uh, gonna to pop some in the next week, I think. So. I just wanted to I say to- shout out to Jerry P there. He says he's in Canada, Newfoundland. Can you give me some fucking Oak Island tips there, Jerry? I just got back. I hate to bring that shit up, but I fucking, uh, they broke down and got uh, Hulu Live the other day. And I was able to, the other night I bench watch after one of the shows, fucking Oak Island. Like, <laughs> I'm a fan of the Oak Island. And I ain't seen it in fucking ever, man. I binge watched like five episodes the other night after one of these shows. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie's farmer. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no worries, brother. No worries. So after Azimax, you know, sometimes uh, they can get, you know, the, the leaves tend to get the, uh, you know, the new oils <laughs> on them and they can get a little stringy, you know. So that's why I use my uh, my shears every once in a while. But the big ones back there, I go through with my hands, you know, those, those monsters right there. I just transplanted them finally. They're going to flower tomorrow. That's the GMO, sour apple, um, safety meeting, huckleberry cookies. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Probably one or two I'm missing that are in there too. So, How's that safety meeting? This is going to be my first run with it. I just got the cut. Uh, about a month ago, so took clones today. I took clones. Uh, 
I double up my, I do it actually, uh, Mr. Soul, when I was watching him a couple of years ago and he was taking some clones, he was doubling up his collars and his easy cloner. So that's what I do now. I got two 64 side easy cloners and I double up the collars. So two cuts each. And uh, so that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been behind work because I can't stand cloning. It's not one of my favorite things. But I, uh, I did it only like four days, five days ago now. What's today? Today's uh, Tuesday morning, right? So I took cuts last late or early Wednesday morning. And uh, I, I have nubs already in a, on pretty much a good 80% of them already. So, and I, I, I put 350 to 400 PPMs worth of newts in there. I pH it to about five, six, five, seven, and then I just let it run. And uh, for years now, it's set it and forget it. I never pH it again. I never check it within a few days. And even when I run into veg sometimes, if I, if I want, if I want them to, if I need to use the cloners as a, a veg area or as a vegger, uh, you know, just keep my clones in there a little bit longer than I, than I, than I like to, because I'm lazy, but, um, they, uh, I, I still don't do anything to them. I just let them run. That's how I, uh, just had a motor blow out in this thing like a week ago, because I was letting it get too low, but those easy cloners are just fantastic. My temps have been fluctuating anywhere from 72 all the way down to 63 at night, 72. I have it cycle on and on every 15 minutes with a, just a little 50, you know, 24 hour cycle timer, 15 on, 15 off, so it doesn't get too hot, especially in the summertime. But even in the winter now, or early spring when it's still chill, chilly around here, you never have a problem. Never have a problem. And I don't have extra trays. You know, trays will always get in my way, you know, whether it would be uh, cubes or rapid rooters or, you know, even the, I used to use the uh, the pads too, the, the grow block pads. But, uh, so it's it definitely can I love I love it it condenses my my room and I can double up my clones on each collar so yeah you want to take a look let's take a look see if I can get them you guys want to see I'll show you one of the corners anyway right here funny too because you'll see you see both ways being used on our, on big scales like a lot of the guys uh, I've seen too you see dome after yeah. dome after dome on shelves you know oh yeah. Interesting when you double them up like that because that does save a lot of space. I've never seen that. Yeah, you guys can see it up in there. I don't want to drop my phone in there, but yeah, you yeah. Guys see the see the nubbies? Yeah, those are those are primal punches right there. They were the first to show. With the GMOs, the sour apples, the what else do I have? I have three different phenos of the uh, primal punch in here. So you keep a pretty short stem off the bottom of yeah, that. Yeah, it, 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 tell you the truth, I used to run it. I got, you know, I got the steel cabinets like, like that. I used to adjust the shelves, and I have them in the other room, in the bedroom. And then, uh, so I used to take some big cuts sometimes. But now I don't really have the space. And guarantee I'll leave them in here next week, and they'll grow up to that light, no problem. It's only, you know, maybe, maybe a foot, not even, eleven inches, ten inches between the light and the tops of the clones. So give them a little spray down. Sometimes I give them a little floral that's just plus, depending upon if I have a finicky strain that doesn't like to be cloned, which the blueberry fuel can be like sometimes. But so far, these are, these are nice. It's my first time cloning the GMO, the safety meeting, the huckleberry cookies, and the, uh, what's the other one I have in there? Tropicana cookies, too. So, yeah. I'm, I'm sending you two fucking clowns to Top Cut. <laughs> 
it was just a little reference to uh, Cyril Howell there one day. He asked me to do that shit one night on the fucking Michigan Pearls Girl Show. He obviously thinks I look for, look a lot like the guy from Top Gun. So I like to humor him every so often. With <laughs> I love that movie. Top Gun? You're talking about Top Gun, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. I like Cruise ever since. I, I remember seeing Risky Business for the first time in the movie theater, and I, I was like... That's I like Cruise right after that. Yeah, I really like Tom Cruise. I think he's kind of a freak now, but, you know, to each his own. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Hey, man, I, I'm, I'm no one to judge anybody, man. Whatever makes you happy is your thing, man. Do it. Right at, right at. You know, you know, my little my philosophy is: if it doesn't change my life, any you know, any direction of my life, negative or positive, it's none of my business. None of my business. Do whatever the hell you want to do. Oh man, it's been these things are hurt. These things are hurt. And sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, I interrupted you. I really, I, I really neglected these over the last few days. That's for sure. I sprayed him and then just let him go. So you can see the you can see how it kicked in the flower. See the tight knowing right there? You can see. Probably right after the transplant from the easy corner too. Because I left I left a couple of these in there way too long, probably like a month. So when I ripped the friggin' roots apart, probably shocked the hell out of the damn thing. Hey Charlie's farm, run yeah, it bro. run it to your I don't know, your left maybe? Move it to your left. I'm thinking, unless you're reversed, you might have no. Yeah, no, not your camera. Wherever oh. you were showing, if you want to show it again, you don't oh, have to show left. it. Again, yeah. If you want to show it again, I'm interested in what you were showing. Yeah, right uh, there, Amy. Yeah, it's wherever you were pointing, wherever you were holding the plant up to. I guess what you thought was a lens. Was oh yeah, shy right. Of the right. Lens. Okay, yeah. So yeah. from there, go the actually go to your left just a little bit, and then go, go down. There now show go. us where you got. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can yeah, right here. Yep. Nice I see what you're saying. Yep, yep. My screen's yeah. on the other side, Red. So I always my I always go to the screen thinking my screen where I see myself. Yeah, I totally I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I totally get it. It's stoner. I'm such it's a all stoner. good, man. Yeah, so you can see the tight the nodal spacing here. You can see where it definitely yep. got shocked. I took it out of the corner. You know, give it an you know, an Azzy's Max spray, really you know, I kinda gave it a little strong because I was really pissed off that they came back again. I've been fighting them on and off for about, about a year, year and a half, the thrips. But, uh, you know, they're just more of a nuisance anyway, as long as you stay on top of them. I got ladybugs all over the place. Here, let's let's say hi to this fella. Let's say hi to this fella thrips, right here. Dude, yeah, yeah leaf hoppers. I got the leaf hoppers, baby. So I get 9,000 ladybugs every couple of weeks, and I, I release them in here. There's one mm-hmm. of them right there. Can you, can you see that one? Say hi, buddy. Oop. Yeah, here we go. Doo-doo. Say hi. They're all over everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're almost gone. I, I released them about two weeks ago, the last batch I got. I have them automatic on, on uh, Amazon, you know, you know, subscribe and save type deal. So I get them uh, just regularly. I, I just get them automatically. So. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, they're good. They, they, most of them are dead before they go into flower. You know what I mean? I always time it so. Because they only last about two weeks. That's it. Three weeks max. Between stepping on them and 
they just die anyway because I let my cocoa really dry out. That's why I don't have a fungus gnat problem here, as you can see. You know, Charlie, you should uh, consider even like a green lacewing larva too. I yes. haven't done them. I haven't done them myself, right. so I can't. But I mean, you already got ladybugs flying around, so my concern yep. is having the bug, the adult ones flying. But just you're absolutely right. Larva, yeah. they'll they'll demolish way more than like a ladybug. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that because I've been thinking about that lately over the last month or so. Like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna up it. I'm gonna up it and maybe get the the, the lace wigs because they're good for everything. You know, they're good for aphids. You know, they they're really a, a broad spectrum as they say, IPM type of Benny. Yeah, I hear a uh, lot of guys talking about them. That's kind of what's driven me closer and closer sure. to it, you know? Yep. But I, I don't mean, use ladybugs either, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I that's the worst I get, you know what I mean? Which is really nothing. So, unfortunate, you know? But I keep on my plans. I mean, you guys see, I'm here all the time. I don't, I'm either here in my house. That's it, period, you know? That or on the phone. Jerry P says it's dab time, and I agree. That's it. I haven't taken a dab in a while, but I'll I'll take a dab with you, Jerry. You want to see what thrift damage looks like? I don't even know if I have any more. I want a but... big joint. I hope that counts. Yeah, this is time consuming for me right now. Let me see. No, but I'll I'll show a leaf with a little thrift damage if people want to see what it looks like. Yeah, I blast throw some thrip damage up there. Yeah. As soon as throw I find a leaf. Sorry. Throw a spotted little... I only had it on a couple. I, I only had, you know, I only saw one live one. That was it. And uh, it was just a couple of plants, so. Yeah, dude. A good defoliation. A good yeah. knockdown. Yeah. Thrips are relatively easy to beat. Fuck the rips, dude. They're getting through your window screens. You fuck yeah, them. they are. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. My wife said the same thing about the freaking air conditioner. I got an air can't conditioner. Have, I'm not can't running. have good raspberries, mulberries, because you get thrips in them. And yeah, the you birds don't know they're in them, so you put yeah. them in water. And then you see a bunch of thrips dancing around in your raspberry water. They land on my air conditioner, the birds, right there, and they come in through my air conditioner. Oh yeah, there you go. Right over there. So, that's what. That's that's the other. That's the other thing I was thinking. Was the only other way I could get them. I know my I know my soil and cocoa was clean. My cocoa was clean, so only have one yeah, bag. Of I soil really think that that's a pest seed. Well, you're definitely going to get it for bringing in clones, but that's one of those things that's just going to come in through your window, man. It's going to come yeah. in through your damn screen. Yeah, I'm not airtight. I don't, you know, no no supplemental in here, so I'm not airtight in this place in this well, veggie area. I was just going to say then. Barton had mentioned that, like, even with all the protocols they have at the uh, Mechanical, them fuckers got in there, so, you know, yeah. it's insane, it's insane how yeah, they man, they had to have come in on yeah. somebody's pant leg or something. I don't yeah. know, man, that's some top secret ninja spy shit. You would think that they wouldn't be able to get in, like, I mean, I know they change and every they change and everything, and I don't know, man, it's... Yeah, so it's microscopic, yeah. though. Their larvae and everything can be they're naked to the human eye. So, and it's very hard. I, I, I hope mean, that it's not uh, not in that cocoa because I use royal gold too, man. I hope it's not coming out in the cocoa. Or yeah. Anything, well, no, no. Drips oh, lay right. their eggs in the in the leaf tissue too, I believe. So yeah, they do. They do. 
you, you know, like, you got to keep, keep after them really tight to get it, you know, and, like, you don't yeah. – they'll hatch out. You can't get at the eggs. Like, yeah. So. I use uh, Trifecta and Nazimax. Those are the two I use. I alternate between the two. Have you ever tried Lost uh, Coast? Yeah, no. I tried to get it at my store, though. I'm trying to get that at my – have them stock it at my store. Yeah, that with uh, like a one-to-one -one with that rubbing alcohol has been working really good. Yeah. I know a bunch of people recommend that the company did, but it, uh, I was really impressed with how well that worked. Yeah. Anybody ever try the, uh, you know, Brian, that's Brian what uh, uh, how that's what they would use for house plants is alcohol to get rid of thrips. Yeah. In fact, you know what? I took ninety-one proof alcohol and I, and I showed it on one of my vids on my YouTube channel. Just uh, maybe a month ago, I blasted uh, a Highlander, ocean-grown Highlander. I blasted it with 91 proof while it was in one of the small half-gallon pots. And I mean, like, I drenched that thing. I was so bullshit, and I didn't care if I killed it. I was just so bullshit. I just drenched it in 91 proof alcohol just to see what the hell would happen. And I got it in flower right now, and the thing's a beast. It took a while, though, to gr have it grow out. What happened was all the new growth would look good. And then because I had saturated the root ball too, pretty much in this small pot, you know, in this small pot here, that um, it had to work its way out all the uh, alcohol and minerals. I mean, the, the, basically the mineral deposits that the alcohol left behind. And because uh, the new growth would be looking good. And then within five days, all burn out the edges all, all around and then just shrivel up claw and shrivel up so and that was from the 91 proof alcohol but it's in flower i mean i finally transplanted it into a five gallon pot and i just put it in about four days ago just so happy to it see and it's tomorrow's, looking good. tomorrow's guest in chat here uh tc terps will be here tomorrow what's going on brother glad to see you uh in chat checking out the show <sighs> Charlie, have you ever uh, heard of the Marone Biological lineup? Say it again. It's from Marone Biological. So, like, I don't, I don't think Azimax. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I believe Azimax, like in Michigan, to try to pass testing. I think that uh, active ingredient as interactin is on the list. So, there's other yeah. options. You know, I don't know how if that's an issue for you guys or not. Yeah, it's it's not really an issue here, but um, yeah, I saw that whole thing about the uh, you know, the, the neem oil and how as he wasn't putting all the you know they got cited for not putting all the ingredients on their bottle first of all, leaving one of them out from their from uh, the uh, Zeractin, but um, But you can still buy it in Massachusetts. I know that. And I know that, uh, where was I going with this? Um, like neem oil too. I need neem oil at one point came off the shelves here in Massachusetts, but then it got put back on in a certain form. I know that because, uh, same thing with the neem oil. They were finding out that neem oil is not, uh, you know, one of the, one of the, um, side effects of neem that it left behind was uh, somehow, I forget how it was affecting the final product or something or detectable. Or I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've never had any problems with this. I've had I've had things tested on and off over the years while using, and I haven't never, I've never had a problem. So doubling down on that uh, Death Star over there, front center. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, just finally firing it up, dude. I'm looking light up again, Tim. Um, in chat, top predator in grow room is wolf spiders. Uh, it's about that, man. I don't think I know that it's spring or summer yet without a good couple wolf spider bites. Them fuckers are huge. I never knew They're spiders vicious, in man. Michigan could get that big until I come across. It's just little motherfuckers, dude. And, and their bites, their bites will last all fucking summer, dude. You, I'll get, a, I'll get a bite usually in about May. Around, it's about that time, and that sucker will, you know, about a week later, you realize you got bit by a spider, and then it itches, it itches for like three weeks, you know, and then it's there as a scar for like the next three years of your life. Oh yeah, man, we'll, you, we'll you just got me. You just got me looking around and shit. I had uh, I forgot about the wolf spiders because it is that time, man. You don't know how many times I fucking sat out here and be like smoking and like look up on the ceiling and see one of them big motherfuckers. It's like, holy shit. And it makes me fucking uneasy for the rest of the night. I'm like, them big motherfuckers are bad. <laughs> big motherfuckers, dude. They're big. They'll, uh, yeah, they don't like you anywhere near their little hole, man. You get anywhere near their territory, dude, and they will come out and bite your ass. I think it's I've a, had I don't one know charge if it's females or what. They're holding eggs or what. Man. They will charge you. I'm out there. Every time I'm out, like, transplanting, planting in my garden, man, I got to wear gloves. I, I don't like wearing gloves when I garden, man. Every time I don't wear gloves, I get a damn... It's all usually right here on my thumb. They like to get me here. I got all kinds of scars. Just about every year, I get bit by them. Little fuckers. Gently squirming over here. Oh, dude, it itch so bad for, like, weeks and weeks. It just doesn't go away, man. Yeah, man. I couldn't even imagine how bad a brown recluse or something like that would be. Something like that that just... Oh man, no way. Wolf spiders are so bad enough as it is. Like that's some serious venom, dude. Like a snake venom, like it gets you like within hours, within a day or two. Like spiders, it's like weeks, weeks it comes at you. Weeks and weeks. That's when the peppermint spray comes out. I see them bitches, man. It's all around the fucking borders of the house. Peppermint spray, peppermint spray, peppermint spray. Good idea, man. I'm about to just uh, actually. I'm gonna put some ground cover, pepper, peppermint ground cover. Don't do that. That'll take over your yard. You guys ever make any homemade sprays? You know, clove and garlic and uh, peppermint. I haven't. No. Yeah, I was scared I to. to. Yeah, I, I did years ago. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. Just go buy a bottle. <laughs> Put it that way. That's what I found anyway. That was just me, though. But it worked, but I, I think I screwed a few plants up, too, at the time. I mean, it was a while ago. I'm going to try people... to grow a whole bunch of... Oh, sorry, man. Go ahead. Does it, yeah, have any of you guys used the... Uh, what is it? The method one? P- PPS or whatever it was that brown guy used to use? Remember brown guy 420? What was it called? Method one or something? 
Yeah, method one PPS. Plant yeah, protection system. That's right. That's right. Anybody ever try that stuff? Yeah, I've heard right. I used to use it. You like it? Uh, it doesn't do well on thrips. Right. I heard mixed reviews from some people. You know, like some loved it and some didn't, but that's like anything, I guess, right? It definitely makes the room smell nice, though. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's like Somebody else said that to me. They paid like so much money and they said, well, you know, it, it deodorized my room. <laughs> Something like that. No, it does. I mean, I think it has a useful <laughs> effect, but especially as far as like a, um, you know, like a treatment of, of not necessarily a knockdown of an infestation, but like a maintenance treatment. Uh, right. But definitely the reason I, kind of migrated away from it was because of the thrip and, uh, and you know like continuing right. to see them and you spray and you continue to see them and you spray and then you're like well you know i mean it, it works it works killer on spider mites i know that too yeah 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 do you use lost coast now that's what you use i use lost coast and then uh i switch between that and maroon biological or the other ones so they're, um, yeah, but I like I like those because they actually stimulate a, a response in the plant as well. So it's kind of more like uh, a SAR response. I don't know if I'm saying the right one, if it's SAR or ISR, but it, it stimulates those to you know to have the plant really kind of have a better immune system. So that's kind of right. the idea I like about those too. Yeah, have yeah, any of you guys use? I haven't used it in fucking a long, long time, and I, don't, I honestly don't know how it would stand up to testing today. But uh, I thought about it when Smiley brought it. Mentioned about his, his spray smelling good was a uh, SNS ninety. Oh yeah, that shit smelled. That shit smelled like fucking uh, like fruity pebbles cereal, man. When you sprayed it around your room, man. yeah. I used S I used one of the SNS products at one time. Yeah. I don't know which one it was. It was I got the I got the like 07. Yeah. And I've yeah, used that trifecta like too. That's oil. actually uh that works really well. It's kind of along that same line it is uh an essential oil and isn't it, Charlie? That's one Yeah, it's Sierra Natural Sciences and I actually have still have a couple of bottles in the other room for spider mites from when I first got here, I think it's the 209 and the 207, I think it is, or the 213. I can't remember exactly, but they're, they're, they're on the shelf. and uh, Didn't work well on my aphids, but that's okay. I wasn't, you know, aphids can be a real pain in the ass. And I just chopped and started over again, you know. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it kept my spider mites. I see, you know, I, I use something for an IPM no matter what. And at one point, that was it, you know, so... And it worked well as a preventative, no, no doubt. You know, I'm out in the country and I get mites and stuff on some of the ornamental bushes that I have on my, my yard. And um, <clears throat> I was thinking about it. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to plant a whole bunch of rosemary, lavender, just a bunch of herbs, you know, dill, thyme, basically a bunch of stuff within the ornamental, around my ornamental uh, landscaping basically which is also going to go around the perimeter of of the grow space you know 
up against those walls, you know, six inches from that dill plant that would be growing outside would be the inside of the, the building or the grow room is, you know, and hopefully there's going to, those plants would be repelling, you know, maybe the, the, the lavender and the rosemary or thyme or something will be repelling something. Maybe the dill will be bringing predators over and chomping on some aphids or something that might prevent them from crawling up into the building and otherwise getting in the grow rooms, you know? Yeah. You, Michelle, I did say it wrong. I said S and S 90. She said S M 90. It's right. Ooh. No, well, SM, no, there's SM92, which actually is uh, when they first came out, people used to use it as a wash towards the end, just a, a plant wash in itself. But it was SM, um, we used to sell at the store. Some, it was like, it stood for spider mite. And then, you know, the 90, and it was, it was supposed to work on mites. I, I, I have a bottle in there as well. And that uh, I, it didn't do well on my on spider mites for me when I first got here. That's you know the other the other stitch I had, but it didn't do well. But SNS though, that's Sierra National Science Natural Science. Oh, but you were saying ninety. I'm sorry, that was that's what you were thinking about anyway, right? Eagle, sorry. I'm getting I'm getting carried away. Sorry. No, sir. You, yeah, it was ninety. It had a ninety. Yeah, it's the SMS. Yeah, it's that silver yeah. bottle, I think, right? It's blue. It's got yellow writing. Yeah. yeah. It is a good wedding agent as well. <laughs> spray that shit around your room and they, it's one of the best things you can smelling things you can spray around your room. It makes you hungry. It really does. <laughs> I can't but, spray anything. I was smiling because Bumidor said it. it's more like aromatherapy for the grower. <laughs> is it is it the rosemary smell? Is it like that fragrant rosemary, or is it? Uh... No, it's straight like cereal. Oh, it makes cereal? It's, it actually tastes like fruity. It smells like fruity pebbles. Not that straight that up. Sweet, I'm thinking of that sweet pyrethrin smell or something like that. Oh, dude, the uh, the biological stuff I use smells like freaking nasty gym shoes. It's like, it's pretty bad. It's a, uh, I guess it ain't that bad, but because you you wear a breathing like a, it's not a respirator, but I have breathing protection and uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a, not, a, not a pleasant smell either. It's all it's all uh. It's uh, the waste, like a waste product from a bacteria for one and a fungus for another one. But I've never used any of the SNS stuff either, so I don't know how many are out there. Yeah, it's not SNS 90. That's all I know, the one I have. There's, there's a couple of the products that I saw on the shelf. I purchased that years ago, but it was uh, SNS. I, I don't even know the number. There was a number behind it. 30. I'm going to throw that number out there. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. You know what that reminds me of, Brad? What's uh, that? Takes me off course here again. With, like, 
like I like to do derail whatever we're talking about. I was fucking uh, leaving there. See, yeah. Now I'm confused. This is that looks like it too. Charlie, does that one smell like fruity pebbles? Well, uh, what that reminds me of is I was fucking leaving in after hours one time, and I was headed fucking north. I was all drunk, and uh, fucking blow. I hit something in the road and blew out two tires, both on the driver's side, and I was actually spinning down I seventy five during a. It was during a snowstorm too, to make matters worse. And as I'm like spinning down I seventy five. Ministry is playing, and it is that song, Psalm 69, 69, 69. That's all I heard as I'm like whipping down 75 right before I crashed into the center wall and shit. I I swear to God, I thought I was going to die. I said it came on because it started in with that. Oh, and then soon as them tires blew and it started spinning, it started that 69 shit. I thought I was done. I thought I was done. I think my, I thought for sure my number was being called that night. I was like, oh, shit. Telling you, man. Six and nine, dude. Does that SM90 smell like fucking, uh, is that the one that smells like, like fucking fruity pebbles? Familiar smell. What the hell is it? Kind of. Yeah, kind of like Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, with a little uh, mint on the back end of it, kind of almost, probably from the coriander oil. Sulfonated canola oil solution and the uh, triethanol, triethanolamine. Nolamine, that's it. Yeah, but that coriander, that's probably what, what I'm smelling is coriander. It smells good. Definitely smells good. Smell like gin with the coriander. Yeah, that's actually made from the uh, juniper, the juniper bush, the juniper berry, right? Gen- yeah, juniper, pine, coriander, all that good stuff. Yeah. This is the Spider Mites 217. And then I have the 604. What's the 604? It's just a, uh, oh, this is their attempt at uh, uh, Part B nutrient for a veg. Oh no, flowering. That's it. This is the flowering. Never used it. So, just like a few lines I have here, like Vegan Matrix from Kyle. Kyle sent me some Vegan Matrix. Never. Hey, that's somebody I could talk to, by the way, Eagle. It's Swerve and Kyle, by the way. I'm keeping Do that. I would love to talk fucking to Kyle. <clears throat> yeah. No. I'll, I'll reach out to Swerve. I haven't talked to him in about six months, but maybe even a year. But I'll, I'll reach out to him. Oh, that'd be awesome. You know, he's got some fucking stories. Yeah. Kyle gets back to me every once in a while too. So, who? Uh, Kyle Cushman? Yeah, yeah. He He's actually subscribed so to. I, so I've I've, t- I've reached out to him twice now, and uh, the last time he reached out to me, he actually subscribed to the Instagram there. So I'm hoping he's checking it out every so often before he uh, commits. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Can, I would take any pushes I could get. So yeah. <laughs> Throwing that out there. Throwing that yeah. out there. I look forward to your show every night, even if I'm not here, which I'm here most of the time. But just the last few nights, I, I was fortunate to be home. I tried to jump in for a minute. But I look forward to it now, Eagle. 
Appreciate Thank you that. for doing taking the time and everything. I I know it can eat up a lot of time putting these. Malik, yeah, I mean, are you, are you friends with Malik? I'm friends with Malik. I can always. I am friends with Malik. I fucking yeah. reached out to him. He breathed, he actually liked the message today. You yeah. Know, he, he he had some hard problems there at the, yeah. after the the weed nerd. <laughs> yeah. He just <clears throat> hit me up the other day saying, "Hey, give me a call." You know, and I was like, "Yeah." Just like two days ago, he's like, "Hey, what's up, man?" Just jumped on one of my videos and was. Like, uh, give me a call, like soon. And I was like, all right, yeah. He and I had a little back and forth over the last couple of months. He was, he was suffering, man. I felt so bad for him, you know. All that he's been through, God, his body's just racked. Guys, being so young, he sure has. Yeah, been you know, super nice guy, super nice guy. You know, I've known him for years now. I mean, I've known him freaking. Well, you know. My lifetime, it's not that long, but you know, five years now, maybe. I, I ran his first cross. You. you know that when he, when he first uh, he first dusted one of the branches of the nine pound. I got it right here so, behind me. I've yeah. got all of his crosses right here behind me in the box. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually, you know, I've known him. You know, physically, have met him now. Probably, probably about a year before that, I actually met him down at the hash bash out with him for a while and he was uh quite frequent with uh galactic gardens who yeah, was the yeah, rep before me yeah 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 tight little click yeah yeah you still friends with galactic he was on fucking 420 i hadn't talked to him since oh, shit, the huh? fucking fallout oh, and you yeah. know what was bad he was so this is fucking how deep that shit went when they, they fucking broke up and people swayed and yeah. us like in the inner circle, yeah, that yeah. shit divided us like fucking I didn't know crazy. which way to go. Tony was, was the fucking Michigan rep there and he had gotten yeah. a little pissy. You know, yeah. how, you, you, know how, you, you know how it all shook down. Dude, you know how it shook down. Be like, my jaw would be on the floor going But he went to liquidate, okay? He yeah. went to liquidate and he, was, he wanted... Uh, $25 a pack for him, okay? Yeah, yeah. And me as a bean collector, and you know, I'm like, Dick, talk to me, Tony. Talk to me. And yeah. I fucking got with him and I ordered up like fucking 25 packs, okay? And he got so mad at me, he wouldn't even fucking sell me the gear. And he had fucking yeah. he was sitting on one of my other strains that I love so much, the purple Death Star. I've got one fucking seat of that shit. Oh, it's wow. the best fucking strain I ever grew. And he's got like two packs sitting in his fucking vault. And I asked him yeah, for right. one. And he, he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all that shit went down. And he wouldn't even sell me the, the regular beans. <sighs> so I knew I wasn't getting the purple dust star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, long yeah. story short, he was yeah. in chat on 420 talking. And uh, yeah, cool. it looks like that, you know, since things have yeah. passed and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like... Uh, a lot of the hard feelings that that all had broke have uh, since ceased. You know, yeah, a lot right, of doors right, that right. were closed with Will Wallace and all them. Yeah, yeah, kind of kind of crept back open. So let's see what's going with that. Glad yeah. said he had F twos of a lot of new gear with the lime. Uh, the lime I'm cross. Said he had yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah, and. Uh, so I was looking forward. I told him if Beautiful he got me the beans, I'd, I'd run him again. Yeah. Eagles. Yeah. Sergeant's wanting to jump on and chat. And then uh, 
I think they're talking about it being a soap opera now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean soap opera? Oh man. Can we jump on? Can't do too many more. I don't think I could do six. Hey, listen. I'll, hey, listen. I'll I'll, I'll call tonight. Yeah, I'll call tonight, man. Smiley, it's always a pleasure to see you, man. Yeah, you too, bro. And I mean that. Yeah, so, you're a good dude, man. Thank you. And, uh, you know your shit. Listen. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, because uh, you know you ever want to have conversations about the organics and the bioweb and everything else, man. I'm down. I'm down with all that friggin' KNF. You want to go with super soil? You want to go no till? You know, I've been in the Aggie industry for over 30 plus years. I mean, just a commercial Aggie. That's, you know, yeah. basically what I did. Yeah, that's basically what I did. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, you're down with any, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I worked with plants since I was 14, you know, so I got, I got lucky. I got a, uh, this, this guy growing up, if you want to hear a quick story, guys, I just, uh, this guy growing up that was from my hometown and. He went to Norfolk. I mean, uh, he went to uh, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, which right now still is uh, number one agricultural and horticultural school in America. And out of 435 students in his graduating class back in 1980 or 79, I can't remember which, but uh, he was number one. And uh, he came back to the hometown and opened up a nursery and he was a gay guy. And uh, when I was about 14, my best friend, he and I were working at the local grocery store that summer or spring or whatever. And he, uh, this guy who comes walking out, his name was Joey, and uh, he's still around, but um, uh, he, he was waving. My best friend and I were having a cigarette on the dock, and he just waved to this guy, and I said, who's that? And he goes, uh, that's Joey Quinn, and I'm going to work for him this summer. I said, dude, get me out of the store for the summer, will you? He said, get me outside, you know, you can get me a job. You know, obviously, you know, that's what you say to the first thing. <laughs> get me a job. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, he ends up hiring, hiring me, and uh Kind of took me under his wing. God love him. He's still around. Uh, became one of my closest friends. But uh, he's the one who really got me, you know, even all through college. Uh, I worked for him. If I wasn't bartending, I was working for him, you know. So, uh, and I went for college. I was a professional student for a while. So, um, yeah, yeah. That's I've just been working with plants my whole freaking life. I mean, eat, sleep. My wife gets sick of it. That's all I ever talk about. And if it's not this, it's another field of the uh, Aggie especially the way things have been going. Cause I worked with some of the big farms around here before, you know, so. Well, yeah. American I love talking. There. I love talking. That's all I talk about guys. I mean, that's why I really appreciate yeah. you letting me come on and talk to some people and meet some people that have the same passion that I do. And you know, if you, if you do what you love for a living, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's me. Yeah. I don't feel, no, I don't feel it every day, reason, but man. I love, love it. Those words. You know? Yeah, and there's a lot of transition between ag and what we do. I mean, oh, outside yeah. of all the cannabis marketing shit, you know, a lot of that is from the ag world. So, man, yeah. some of that, some of that info is is priceless still. You know. Yep. Yeah. Even uh, even uh, you know, dip my toe with Hawthorne and and uh, everybody. I won't even mention the other name because nobody likes them either. But you know, <laughs> the big big guy that owns Hawthorne and now Botanic Cabbage on Hydroponics. It's funny. You know, <laughs> sorry. It's funny you mentioned Hawthorne because I was just mentioning yesterday I might end up taking a uh, spot yeah. at one of their grow stores. I got yeah, yeah, right. to talk. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, man. Kevin Dordry says it. Man. Word in the cannabis industry. I don't know if I wanted on my resume. Now, the more I think about it. Yeah, man. You know, you got to weigh your pros and cons with that. You know, absolutely. The question. Those are all personal decisions, brother. What are you thinking? 
Do you have the time? First of all, with what all you're doing, do you have the time? That's what Smiley's quick to point out. I don't know if I do. I don't know if I do. I'm just saying it because I try, dude. It's like it's 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 not, man. There's, your garden's gonna suffer. Your family's gonna suffer. You know what I mean? Whatever your schedule is now, and you try to cram even 20 extra hours a week into that, and it's it's insane how how hard that is to do. So, yeah, when you're punching a clock, it's tough. You're gonna punch that clock no matter what. Yeah. You guys are definitely bringing up value points for sure. Because, uh, it's, you know, nice as it kind of does sound, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if I do have the time. You guys are absolutely right. First thing I think of is the discount, know. though. <laughs> That's what I thought about it, too, but I don't pay for a lot of nutrients as it is. So Yeah, yeah. I'm fortunate. I have a I have a good rapport with the owner of my place, and I, you know I, I I do I still get the uh, a good good discount. Thank God, you know. Thank God. <laughs> In fact, this would be a good time <laughs> right now to to plug one of the sponsors, uh, Generic Fertilizer Company here in Michigan, oh, yeah. who will match yeah. any prices of any formula that you run. They can match that formula in a dry form and save you at least thirty three percent. I'm supposed to do that every so often. I kind of forget about that shit. I mean, one of the reasons why I, I, I run Canada right now is just uh, convenience and time. And I don't have any, you know, I, I do not have the, the space or the really setting up an application here with a, with a uh, perpetual that I could do a, a, a no-till or, you know, potentially I could do a super soil, but I'd have to find the space to store it just to let it bake. You know what I mean? So I don't have that. That's a lot of, I, I need at least five, six, seven, eight buckets full, you know, to keep my pace at what I'm at. And I, I, I don't have that room here either. Even for four or five, I don't. So, yeah. so the super soil is good. Super soil is the way to go. Definitely is, man. Them super soils kick out some killer results. It's hard yeah. to argue for sure. Yeah, I do a lot of organic inputs, even with the canna. I just use, and I'm switching over anyway, but to uh, probably powdered Floraflex or even even Maxi Bloom and Grow from General Hydro. You know, because I ran the Lucas formula for years, so from from General Hydro. And um, but I think I'm gonna go to powdered, and just because of the long term. Just gonna get the time just to get my rhythm down with the powdered stuff weighing it out and all that crap, you know. But but I do put a That's lot of things between Charlie her. though. Me and Medgrower were talking about this the other day because we both <clears> run <throat> a <few> times. <clears throat> I, I fucking cheat with that shit. I when I get that shit fresh, you know what I mean? I measure it out one time. Right. And I fucking make a note of like the whatever I'm using, like say that scoop. Right. So from then on, it's like that scoop every time. You know what I mean? And I found right. it really that I'm not measuring it out like once or twice just to see right. if that's, you know, compatible. And then there from out, then out, I'm just like, okay, the one scoop, dump, half scoop, dump, fucking okay. there we go. I'm, you know, oh, right on. Right on. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm looking for. Get that uh, rhythm down. Ego, what was that uh, generic company you Somebody in chat was asking you to say that company name again. Sorry to interrupt, guys. 
generic fertilizer company on Instagram. It's oh, that's the name. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's the name of it. Anybody seen uh, Medicroppers, uh, you know, around lately? I mean, I haven't seen them in like a, over a month now since the lockdown, but you guys watch him at all? Yeah, I like Benny Cropper, man. He's cool to listen to. And uh, yeah. very, very knowledgeable dude, for sure. I like. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I, I've been watching him since the very beginning when he had the indoors with, the, with his friends' houses. You know? He was just so ingenious in the way he, he did, did a few things and his setup and everything else. And he'd, he'd kill it every time, man. Only time he ever had problems was somebody else was taking care of it, just like he was having now. You know, he'd go away for three days and have somebody spray, and they'd spray with the lights on. I remember that once. He came back, and he's like, yeah, the guy promised me he didn't spray in the lights. He swore to God up and down until he was blue in the face. But look at these plants. He, he sprayed when the lights were on, right right before they came on or whatever, you know. It's always when somebody else is taking care of his garden. Yeah, he was putting out a lot of info on that uh, viroid, too. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Pops Layton. Yeah. That's what Kevin Cord uh, Jodry was talking about today, actually, is uh, the bioweb and how to, you can actually grow the plant out so it's untraceable or at least undetectable, just like Magic Johnson with HIV, you know, um, get the plant healthy enough that they, they have it tested and it's showing absolutely no sign of it, like Medicrop almost, growing it out, taking a fresh cutting, and then growing that out and getting it tested to make sure and yeah, they uh, um, they actually put those in those earth box. That's a probiotic system. And uh, shout out to Michigan Bros Grow, but that's that's why I'm running in the uh, competition for the 2020 Mendocino Grow Off. So nice. Yeah, it's cool to hear that shit, man. That's actually kind of what you know what inspired me to buy the first couple of ones. I bought two of them originally, and then I bought two more, and then I bought two more. But they just they're kind of an intriguing little setup, you know, it's something cheap and easy to do. And I, honestly, anybody listening or whatever, it's like for 50, 60 bucks, you can have one set up and it's not a, it's not a hard thing. You pour a gallon of water down the tube and the plant's fantastic. And roll. I got to fucking agree with fucking Jerry P here. And he's right. He's like, the real issue here is the kind of grower that doesn't smoke weed. I, I agree with that. If you grow it, you should be smoking that shit. And if you don't smoke it, you have you shouldn't even. Your wallet's just invested in it, and not yeah. your heart. Yeah. I can say though, I have seen some very very phenomenal growers that don't smoke, but they did end up with a killer product, and it was just one of them things where they knew the plant, you know I mean? They knew plants, they know how to keep them healthy. They knew how to. Okay. My, you know. I can, I, I can agree with that, but I may not respect that grower as much as the fucking the same kind of skill or, you know, flower that came from a, a smoker. I might be like, yeah, you do a good job, but I'll be hanging out with this guy over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. all the big all the big commercial grows are all data driven now anyway. I mean, look at uh, Arroyo out of uh, um, I'll go, where are they? Um, I can't remember. It's Penn or it's go look up Arroyo, man. They're doing some some fantastic things with some all all data driven, and they're killing it. They're killing it, you know. So yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, these guys coming out of like college education backgrounds and biology yeah. and shit like that, man. They 
they've been running fucking flower greenhouses you know the one, oh yeah one yeah, podcast yeah. i listened to the guy was taking like 1.5 million tissue cultures a year and shit yeah yeah before yeah. he went to cannabis like that wasn't even in cannabis right these guys are fucking genius they don't have to smoke to know they grew a healthy ass plant yeah yeah kill it some of it some of it's killer i mean i i what i don't get is from what i'm hearing from most of the people that go to stores around here is it's just it's really garbage and it's very little variety that's you know they go into a place and there's four strains of flour to pick from every concentrate in the world but they 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 only have four to pick from and two of them will be crap you know so what do you think the uh, variety should be for i mean not necessarily dispensary or caregiver or whatever but i mean realistically how many varieties do you think you know, a medical patient or or, a, or somebody really needs to have access to at any one given time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I also look at it from well, the consumer being a capitalistic society and, and variety and competition that, you know, yeah, I think that a lot of stores might be, you know, it's confusing. It's just, you know, and that's where the bud tender can come in when it comes to a, a brick and mortar store you know, a knowledgeable bud tender, because especially on the medical side, you know, the variety and, and, you know, it's, it's like antidepressants. It can take years to find the right combination or the right one that's going to work for you. And I think same, same goes with cannabis. It can take years to find the right one, you know, that really, you know, just does it for you, you know, especially some of those specialized strains that are coming out now. Now, Jodry was also saying that, Eventually, on the commercial market, it's probably going to get knocked down to about what sixteen strains or something like that. But you know, we're talking twenty years down the road, where they're going to, you know, like like the tomato varieties that we have today, that you know that anybody can grow and mass produce and all that. You know, because they're going to they're going to narrow it down to the you know most pest resistant resistant can grow in any environment. Um, you know, going to get the same, and, and it's just going to be the same across the board, almost like tobacco strains, you know? I like the variety. You're never going to hear me complain about it, ever, ever. But I could, see, I could see that, though, on a level of, like, you know, what's going to really produce a great extract or a great hash, you know? Because some of that shit they're just trying to get in a mass volume. So if you can have a cultivar that's really going to kick out a certain extract and you can grow it, you know, by the acre with no problem. It's a healthy one. They come out the same percentage or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's, those are definitely going to take over. And a lot of that. Yeah. Is. Yeah. That's, that's what, that's why one of the reasons why I listen to Kevin is because he's really kind of pin, pinpointing the, the boutique or the, the gourmet cultivator, you know, because he was talking at one of his lectures about, you know, uh, especially when it became real cutthroat up in Humboldt um, over the last few years and people were kind of, you know, competing against each other instead of working together, finding that next type for the next year, that next type strain. And, um, you know, giving a cut to a guy on the other side of the mountain from where he lives, the exact same cut and getting a completely different product because of just the wind factor or the moisture factor or even the, the, um, the sun factor just on the other side of the mountain, you know? So that's always intriguing me, you know, but it, in, I, you know, 
soil it's like you know like i say it's like grapes soils outdoor means everything because it's you know cannabis is a is a soil stripper takes up anything that's in that soil that's why you got to be careful what you what your inputs are because it will clean that soil bare of everything that's in it given the chance and it will take up whatever it can in that soil that's why you can take up heavy metals you got to be careful about your heavy metals and stuff like that especially with some of the nutrient lines you know over the years but um yeah i always find that fascinating extremely fascinating sorry i'm babbling guys i gotta get going i gotta finish this we were saying goodbye 30 minutes ago weren't we <laughs> and i got stoned and now i'm babbling nothing wrong with that yeah yeah is fucking waterless wine a, a real thing? I'm curious. I read that in chat. Michelle had brought her that brought that up. Is it is is there really a fucking Kool Aid wine? Basically, I've well, seen I, the powdered alcohol pa- packets. I'd imagine they have wine in there. Also, it doesn't sound yeah. good at all. But oh, man, I would imagine. I, who knows? Probably freeze yeah. dry. I, yeah, dude, I, I have to look into that one. That's weird. That's weird. But with alcohol, though, alcohol evaporates. So no matter what happens, yeah, if it's I can't, I can't figure that one out. That's a strange one. It, it doesn't sound. It sounds more synthetic than anything. I don't know, man. I don't even want to start touching around with that one because that's a rabbit hole that I'll get way too into. <laughs> I'll, I'll drift off that topic for sure. Anybody yeah. used to make their anybody ever make their own beer back in the day? I, I tried it a few times. Nothing, no, not me. Nothing special. It's pretty simple, you know. Super simple, actually. Hops are pretty similar to fucking cannabis. Did you grow your own hops? No, no, gosh, no, no. I heard they could be super finicky, super, super finicky. Plus, they're very, very um, prone to disease. Hops is. She said it was a nutrient jolt. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. That, that couldn't have been good. I was like, Kool-Aid wine. Oh, my God. That can't be. <laughs> Thank God. All right, guys. I got to jump. Thank you, sir. You're more than welcome to hop in. You saw on Charlie's farm the other night. Thanks, man. guys. Thanks for smiley chat. I can't see chatter. I I wish I could. I'd I'd love to see what everyone's talking about. Thank you, chat, for just hanging out with us. I mean, I appreciate it. I'm nobody. I'm just doing the same thing everybody else is doing, trying to do. Yeah, I appreciate but- it. Always eagles, man. Always. I'm a humble man. That's all I am. A humble farmer. We love hearing them stories. You're welcome, more than welcome back, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Everybody, have a great night. We'll talk Talk soon, man. We'll talk soon. Of course. Good night. What's up, guys? Lost a bud. I don't don't know if I should be concerned about it or not. Probably not, but... It's almost 420 again. That's where I was... uh, I guess I started before that. Now they're making fun of me because I bit into it and shit. I didn't know. I'm sitting here reading chat. I'm like, Dude, they've man. been busting on you all night. You guys have been good. They've been busting on you in chat all night. It's funny as shit. Oh, man. I'm going to have to go back and fucking read chat. That's funny. Yeah, chat's great. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, cannabis community.
going on? Oh, here comes 420. I want to roll some grape glee, I think. I'll show the screen. I don't start, have YouTube. Start is coming on for 420. Because that's what's up. Hey. <laughs> it's almost 420, dude. How you doing, sir? Good, man. That's literally what I was trying to say earlier. Is I wanted to get a little 420 smoke session in with you guys before you wrap it up. Sweet. What are you smoking on? Right now, we're just smoking up some hog. Because that's what we're trimming. Gotcha. Yeah, I probably should have trimmed this sooner, but it's all good. It's perfectly cured. It's been uh, in a turkey bag with the uh, humidity pack for, I want to say, like uh, about a, a little over a month. And then it was getting burnt nicely. It's always nice when it cures up because especially in a turkey bag when you haven't opened it up and you've already got all the chlorophyll out, then you pop it open. It's just that big old whiff of gas. Yeah, they actually do pretty well curing up in the turkey bag like that. Supposedly there's something about the plastic and I don't understand enough to explain it, but. Looks pretty good. What's up, Sergeant Pepper? How are you doing today? Good. How you doing, Eagle? Pretty good. Pretty good. What you guys all smoking on? I think I'm smoking on some pine valleys right now. All right, I'm okay. getting ready to roll up some more pine valleys. <coughs> What's up, Sergeant Pepper? Four twenty. I am about to be smoking on some grape glee. I'm pretty excited. I'm gonna hit the uh, hit the fruit terpenes. I think I'm gonna get off of this Death Star for a little while. Hang on, looks good, man. Must just be getting our second wave. People are just getting up <laughs> or coming in to join us for 4:20. I was just thinking that a bunch of good morning. Cheers. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Cheers, everybody. Purple Thumb. Cheers. Chiba Man. He's been here for a while, but I didn't, you know, direct it out to him. Chris Mertz. Nice to see you, brother. Good morning. Purple Thumb OG. I don't know. The Wavy. What's up, man? Fucking love it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna roll one up. Man, I fucking was telling that story earlier and I fucking knocked my coffee cup into my tray, probably fucking ruined about a quarter. Bill everything. <laughs> <laughs> Hate when that shit happens. Hey dude, I did that. Almost did that. I was like leaning over right before jumping on with Scobo and I had my coffee mug in my hand and I spilled all my uh all my tea everywhere. All of my totes, I should specify. Totes had weed in them, so I had to dry everything off and then double check to make sure there none of it got inside the totes. Fortunately, it did not drift inside the totes, so we're good. Weed is good. The weed's good. I kind of thought it was going to be an early night too, Chris. Didn't work out that way. <laughs> 
Is it 420? Yes, 420. Happy 420. 420. Happy 420. So did you get a chance to go over that uh, awesome episode yesterday, Sergeant Pepper? No, not yet. I didn't get a chance to go through it yet just because I've been in trim jail here um, and just been going through stuff. And then, um, well, my daughter was a little difficult to put to sleep tonight, to be honest with you. I probably, it took me over an hour. <laughs> Usually right it's not that bad. So that yeah, took a little bit. But um, I did check it to test it and I saw it worked and I was excited because well, I'll probably watch it tomorrow when I've uh, got a little load time. If you happen to uh, beat me to watching that, could you timestamp some of that shit for me? Yes, sir. Not a problem. That way, I know I can. It makes it a little easier for me to go back on. Yeah, for sure. It's a great episode. I can't wait to get that back up. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Though I really do appreciate that. I actually had more than one comment today asking me why I pulled it back down. I just said, oh, <laughs> leaks, man. We had some leaks on some stuff, so I had to pull it down, man. I was wondering, man. I thought YouTube got you. Cool. No. Cool. No, we had some security leaks live on the air that we <laughs> wanted to take care of before we put it back up. I appreciate that. Can't reveal superheroes' faces. Right. We have to respect the innocent. (laughs) (laughs) Don't blame it, man. Got to do what you got to do. Right. But I'll tell you, it's always fun being on the show. No problem. No worries, man. I appreciate you having me on. All right. I appreciate you coming on. I, I just thank you for having me on. Smoking other joint shit. That was great. That's awesome. <laughs> it is it is a great little hangout session, isn't it? <clears throat> Eagle throws a nice little party here for us to all gather and shoot the shit on. For sure. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. I'm usually getting right off of work, so it's like, <laughs> perfect. Actually, I Mr. Soul on the on the format. He's like, man, this was really comfortable, man. I enjoyed talking to you. I'd be happy to come back. I was like, nice. That's awesome, man. I, I'm excited to listen to the interview or session, whatever you guys had going down, man. I would say it's more of an interview because I was too intimidated to smoke in front of him and he didn't smoke. So I would say it was more like an interview because there was no smoking involved. (laughs) You know, that might have been why he was wanting to get off then because I've heard him mention he smokes every 90 minutes and he said that too. He was like, I've been on for an hour and a half now. I told him to get some money beforehand, though. Before we went on, I'm like, man, I'm going to be smoking. I suggested you be smoking, too. But it didn't work out that way. Great interview, nonetheless, though. He made it too easy. He was one of them guests that just made it too easy. I love them. 
I love them ones. I'll be back, everybody. I'm going to go let my dog out. He's yelling at me right now. He's got to go outside and smoke a joint. Yeah, I had a fucking mountain of questions left for him. So I hope he does take me up on that. So can't wait to get in there and fucking check some of that shit out. I did. I seriously went on and ordered that uh, that Grim Glue. Just when he was describing it, I was like, what the hell, man? That sounds badass. I want to fucking... I wonder if he's still fucking offering that Screaming Eagle. I heard somebody talking about that the other day in chat. And I kind of... I'm like, the name The name caught my you know attention. I'm like, man, Screaming Eagle, that sounds pretty fucking good. I think but that's then, the Duke Diamond one, though, isn't it? It could have been. It could have been. The interview I heard him speaking with today was an older one on the Dude's Grow show. Shout out to them, of course. But uh, in the, that's when he was talking about it. So I didn't, I wasn't for sure if that was still under his fold or if Duke was, uh, that was something Duke was working on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Duke Diamond has that screaming echo under his. You have to look on one of the seed banks, but. Well, aren't I glad I didn't bring it up then? No, he probably knows a lot about it, though, man. They're really good friends. I mean, that was, I think that was kind of the reason they collaborated together is because uh, Duke had some but of that. Genet- was like the that older the genet- one that, uh, that was supposed to be the super skunk one? And it turned out they had like the rock candy uh, profile to it. Was that the one? I don't. I don't know much about it. I just remember seeing the name. Like I. I don't know. I like checking out breeders and different genetics and seeing what guys are working with and trying to get my head around certain stuff. So, because you got to be picky, man. Like you can only. I don't know. I don't know how people pop so many all the time or whatever. But when you got, you know. You're limited on numbers you gotta be a little picky on what you're gonna work if you're really gonna work try to like i say work but you know what i'm saying if you're gonna try to pop 10 seeds and take clones of them and all that it's like the numbers kind of add up so then you start getting around over 10 and it's it's a it's a project or you spread it out and it takes you forever you know so you pop five this session and five the next session of the same kind but I just don't know how you can get through them all. We've got a few breeders coming on. Big ones, little ones. I'm going to fucking bring a lot of them on. As many as they... You know what? It's funny, though, as far as why we're on that subject of fucking breeders. They seem to be the most hardest ones to get on. They're the ones that, like, most of the cancellations I've had last minute have been breeders. That's because they're what, running their ass off, man. They're busy as fuck. People think that's the easy thing, but I don't, I don't think it's as easy as a lot of people think it is. Oh, God, no. God, no. That's, a, that's a lot of hard work. And a lot of times they're having different spaces and all that shit, so they're running different rooms, whatever. It's, uh, they got their head going around a lot of shit, for sure. Yeah, more than a couple, uh, a couple of them that are coming on uh, that want to do seed giveaways uh, while they're on. Which wasn't even, uh, I didn't even ask for it. They were just like, hey, do you mind if we give away some genetics? And I'm like, if you want to give away some fucking genetics, that's on you. Hell yeah. 
Well, that's just it, man. I don't think a lot of these guys are like not necessarily wanting to. Uh, a lot of them want to get reach out, and it, it is just a timing thing. So, you know, I just say that so it's not necessarily perceived negatively by anybody even listening or whatever. But as uh, we're dry as shit, you know, uh, if you could get uh, the guys from Scapegoat, either one of them guys would be a really good interview. I know Michigan Bros Girl. Mr. Bros. Bro Show had them on, but they, uh, that was a great interview. They had two of them. That dude's smart as shit, man. You know who I reached out to today? I have a couple of ends with is, uh, Motor Rebel, who's yeah. a Michigan breeder. That I kind of forgot they were a Michigan breeder. I'm like, as soon as I seen him, I'm like, why haven't I fucking made that call yet? Jesus Christ, I'm dumb sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely got their beans out across the country, man. That's pretty cool. Have you asked the Empire Breeding Company yet? Of course. He's a friend of mine. He's got reason why he can't come on, and there's a reason why I asked you guys to change it to Empire instead of talk about the other end. Got you. <laughs> That would be a badass episode. Yeah, it would be. And he'd he'd love to do it, but there's reasons why he can't. That's why I don't make videos anymore, too. So. Yeah, I understand. I totally understand that. Kind of a horror story at that, man. You wouldn't you'd be like, oh God. So anyways, on a positive note, <laughs> what else is going on? Shit, man, I got to get to going to bed. I was about ready to bounce out. So I don't mean to jump out when you're jumping on, Sarge, but it's past my bedtime now. Oh, it's all good, man. I just wanted to get a quick 420 session with myself, to be honest with you. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I was hanging out for the 420. That always gets me every time. <laughs> Every time I look down and it's like almost four, and I'm like, well, fuck, it's almost 420. I might as well hang out and have another joint. <laughs> Michelle, I thought, uh, well, is he from Detroit? You know, we're talking about DJ Short. Uh, last I heard, like a year or so ago, uh, he was living in the Lansing area, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Dude, it's really blown my mind how many, like, just. I don't know. I never realized how many quality breeders and growers were from right here from Michigan and known, you know what I mean? Like not just known in Michigan, but known around the country and stuff. It's, it's like pretty, pretty crazy. There's uh Michigan definitely represents, man. It's badass. I think around the community, we rank like a second and anymore. I think we're neck and neck with California. You know, Denver's got some good growers, but I think, I really, really think Michigan's second to California as far as growing. I don't know, man. The population there, that's a big state, so it's hard to compare stuff like that. But I do know, you know like, The only reason I give California more props is because they fucking got the outdoor season that fucking rocks that we don't have here in Michigan. We have a decent season here in Michigan, but we ain't got no fucking California season. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we we you know they've bred 
strains for out there too, or, or cuts or whatever genetics. And then there's a bunch of Michigan guys that have been doing that for years too. Like I never realized that took place, you know what I mean? And now like, now that it's become more open and like a lot of people are kind of coming out and it's like, you, I've seen a few different guys coming out with some heirloom seeds that were, uh, you know, bred outdoors or old, you know, old genetics that were from an uncle or whatever the story is in their family lineage. But, you know, some of that fits cool to see and hear. And it's like, hell yeah, man. You know what you missed yesterday? Uh, you know what you missed yesterday, Red, on that last night's episode? Was, what did I uh, miss, man? Well, other than, you know, huge uh interview with uh sergeant pepper in canada uh canna excuse me cat mouth fucking canna trooper fucking uh on how to build lights and on light subject but uh i they fucking dragged out my uh history of leds over here (laughs) last night was showing up (laughs) The muse- the history of LEDs and the museum of LEDs I've got around this bitch. <laughs> LED graveyard and in working order. It was the Thomas Edison fucking museum of fucking LEDs. Infinite diodes. That was pretty funny. Spaceship looking ones, but cool guys. I'm gonna check out. Peace out, Red Setter. Cool hanging out, man. Eagle, Sergeant, always cool. Yes, sorry I had to step away for so long. Peace out, man. Yeah, no problem. Great. Thank you, brother. You're always more than welcome, buddy. Cool. Have a great night. Have a great tomorrow. Yeah, you too. What'd you go do, Red? Did you go get something to drink? I had to let the dog out. And I also yourself up for that that like song cue right there. Who let the dogs out? I let the dog out. That's who did it. I think we swapped uh, Smiley for Sergeant Pepper. Still, is that who said goodbye? Did Smiley say goodbye? Smiley Smiley said goodbye. Oh shit! I thought Sergeant Pepper was saying goodbye. Man, I'm so fucking high, but I can't see Sergeant Pepper, so I just was looking down at his screen. I couldn't really hear who was talking, man. <laughs> I might have told uh, Smiley goodnight, Sergeant Pepper. So what's up, Sergeant Pepper? <laughs> nice to still see you on here. Yeah. I got so confused for a second, man. Smiley, if you're still in chat, cheers, man. Have I don't know night. how that we're fucking five hours into this and we still have 37 people watching. I can't. I just that's dude, pretty I awesome. I can't wrap my head around that shit some nights, man. I saw that John Boy just popped on. He says cheers. He says howdy. It's pretty awesome, man. When I log off early, I feel like I, I'm cheating the early morningers because I know they come in right around 4 o'clock. And if I log off about 3 o'clock, I'm like, man, I just missed the second wave, man. It's hard to turn off sometimes when they're piling in at 4, you know what I mean? It's like, God damn it, we just got another wave. How am I supposed to sign off now? I mean, I don't know what your plan sure. is, but I've got one in my lap that I'm rolling up. I just don't know. Oh, there's my jar. I think I need to add a little bit more to it. So, I mean, I'm willing to sit here and chatterbox for a few more minutes while I smoke one. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I'm actually just uh, picking up some stuff here on my trim station, and I'm down to smoke a one more bowl, and then I'm going to bounce out myself. Yeah, I got some trimming to do. Trimming, transplanting. I was supposed to jump off early so I could get some of that shit done, but it didn't work out that way. <laughs> right back to the can you work another fucking job thing. Right back to the you got time for another fucking job. I need to call them and say fuck no. Dude, I should I, I should probably listen to well I guess the episode's not up anymore, so never mind. But uh I guess I should ask you, are you a Beatles fan? I do like the Beatles, but that's not why I actually uh, have the name. Do you get that often from that? I apologize for being No, don't, don't apologize. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Um the Beatles are a fantastic band. Anybody that thinks offense to that is I don't know, pretty silly in my opinion. Um, I like the Beatles, but that's not why I have it. Um, I could. That was actually. Yeah, go sorry, ahead, man. Go sorry, I'm just. I I'm a talker, man. I'm sorry. Just go ahead. You talk. Oh, same, same here, man. Uh, was it to say it was uh No, I. Uh, it was uh, actually this bar I worked at. It was this drink that I made up, and it was just like this drink that I was known for. And then every now and then people would come in and be like, "Hey, what up, Sergeant Pepper?" And I'm like, "See, Sergeant Pepper's coming up." And that was literally just the name of this drink that I made. So the name kind of stuck. And then I figured it'd be a fun online name. Right on, man. <clears throat> yeah, I say that because uh, that's a, that's one of my favorite albums, man. I don't know if you're familiar, but there's a Beatles album called Sgt. Pepper and the Lonely Hearts Club Band. I'm sure you're familiar or, or someone's yeah. told you prior, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty radical. For I'd imagine what 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 it's about and what the era stood for, things like that. Pretty cool, man. I can dig the name. I'm a Beatles fan. I I'm a music fan. Uh, so I've always I've been in the Beatles pretty much my whole life. So used to do book reports and shit like that on them and on music history and things. So I've had a fun. There's a lot of history in that album, actually, which is kind of cool. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Um, the Beatles, they've been around forever. There's a lot of classic songs from them. But um, I was going to say it was, uh, I, I have gotten that a couple times. But That's I why know, I apologize, like, because I, oh. I was imagining you were getting that, like, all the time. It was probably perturbing to you. No, I just feel like I'm lame every time. Like, everybody's expecting, like, oh, he's a Beatles fan for sure. And I'm like, no, it's because I was a bartender forever. And no, I, that's <laughs> actually, uh, it's, it's, it's cool because it's more of an unexpected story, to be honest with you. Okay, cool. I, wasn't expect- I, I, I was totally expecting that you were a Beatles fan, to be honest. I, was like, okay. cool, all right. I mean, yeah, I was, don't get me wrong. I'm a little let down that we can't sit here and talk about a bunch of Beatles stuff right now. No, I'm just <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, man, I'm, it's cool. That's a cool story. You don't have to divulge the secret of the ingredients, but if you want to talk about that drink. I mean, it was a craft cocktail bar. So if you guys say goodnight to uh, Modern Genetics, thank you for tuning in. And then Fumador wants to know, are you familiar with the artist Michael Bolton? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
Oh my That's god. Hilarious. He's fucking funny. I I can't wait to get him on, man. He's fucking he's an elusive fucker. I'll give him that. Fumador. You need to get your ass out of here. He likes to tease from chat, but he won't come on. Again, I'm calling you out, Fumador. You need to be on the show. Whenever I think Michael Bolton, I always think of that movie Office Space when they're sitting there going over the list of the people they're going to fire or lay off or whatnot. And it's like, yeah, Michael Bolton, he Naga, Naga, not going to work here anymore. <laughs> I love that movie. That's one of my all time <laughs> favorites right there, Office Space. Fucking especially, oh God, there's just so many good fucking. Good fucking the when they take the fucking fax machine out in the field, oh, yeah. or when the neighbors at the end there fucking he's like, Peter, watch your corner, old buddy. <laughs> Before he thinks he's that <laughs> fucking whole movie's fucking a riot. I mean, from start to finish, that's one of the one of my favorites right there. I have to agree with that one, man. That's a class. That's an older movie too, man. That's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely. Uh, I grew up on that one. That was a good that's one. That's one of the ones. I if it's on, I actually will fucking like roll up, stop what I'm doing, and fucking roll one up, and be like, "Oh yeah, that shit's on." That's a fucking crazy. Movie. I'll tell good you, being a Los Angeles too. native, like the opening scene in that movie where he's like switching from one lane to the other. And there's like an old person in a walker, and that's literally moving faster <laughs> than, him. So much further than him. I swear to God, like if you ever go to Los Angeles and you drive in the traffic there, you're better off just stay in your lane, man. Because you'll be like, all right, I'm gonna switch to this one. Yeah, yeah, this one's moving. And right when you switch to it, you move for like two seconds, and all of a sudden it comes to a dead stop, and like you're just it starts moving. <laughs> It's so frustrating. I, that's why I ended up getting a motorcycle when I lived out there. Umino, you have my fucking sense of humor, man. You need to get on this fucking show. He points out one of my fucking other favorite scenes. What would you do with a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time, man. That fucking just straight, serious look. Dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that shit up, Sergeant Pepper. That fucking just thinking about that shit. Man, I'm gonna have to fucking look that shit up after we get off and fucking trim to that shit. Thank you, man. Just made my night. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna second that one, man. Yeah, I like that movie, man. That movie's classic. I did the drywall up there. <laughs> Fucking way he talks about the McDonald's upstate there. Yeah, I did the drywall up there. <laughs> That's right. But I, I think my favorite character in that movie, like he's like real subtle, but he's like the creeper is the guy with the stapler. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. He's like, I'll light the place on fire. And then at the end of the movie, you're like, holy shit, man, he lit the place on fire. 
Trey Valone in chat has a point. Office space and psychedelics will change your life. It's not a bad point. Well, it's a rabbit hole we went down yesterday, too, that uh, we got talking about, like, some LSD trips and uh, mushroom trips last night, which I'm almost glad. I I, want to be on the record, too, because it was a fucking great episode, but we did kind of get it down the rabbit hole. Thanks to you, Trey, fucking yesterday. (laughs) And uh, But I was thinking about that shit today when after I talked to Mr. Soul there. I was like, man, what if he goes back and looks at yesterday's episode where we're talking about fucking door highway hookers and fucking acid trips and shit? <laughs> Did you say highway hookers? Door highway hookers, yeah. We were referencing uh, Flint Life there for a minute yesterday. <laughs> it was... Uh, it was uh, pretty entertaining. And I hope I can put that one up sometime soon, I guess. <laughs> that was I'm hilarious. I'm having a hard time rolling this joint. I'm, I don't know if I'm high, tired. My fingers are dry. I don't know. I'm having a real hard I haven't spilled anything yet. I just can't get the roll going. And I don't think it's the weed's fault. I think it's my fault. Sorry to cut you out, guys off there. I just had to. I hate when that happens. I know exactly what you're talking on. about. Sometimes I have to just go get a fresh paper and start over. Yeah, it's been another fun night, though. I was supposed to get it off early, but it's been another fun night. Sorry, man. Were you planning on having an early night? You were going to get off at 12.30 and call it, call it Dunzo when I popped in. I, 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 had, I had thoughts of it, but I'm glad it didn't work out like that. I can still get my shit done. I can still get my shit done. We're good. Why well, watch Office Space later on? The other night, I was talking about that shit, too, man. I fucking downloaded Hulu Live again, and uh, I ain't watched Oak Island in a fucking minute. I fucking caught up, did a binge watch of fucking Oak Island the other day. That shit's fucking, I don't know why, but that shit's like, it's like boring, interesting. You know what I mean? Nothing, nothing really serious ever happens. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean, dude. Yep. Yeah, I watch those random ass shows, man. There's that one about the, uh, like, northeastern, like, basically Maine uh, DNR. We call them the DNR, Department of Natural Resources here in Michigan. I don't know what they're called up in Maine. They're probably the same thing. I think it's a federal thing. So it's probably Department of Natural Resources up there also. So um, I don't know what it is, the like Maine bounties or something. I don't know what they're called, man. But they do like out backwoods, backwoods patrolling and things. There's like five officers for what, however many hundreds of thousands of acres of land and things like that. And I gotta answer bear calls and all kinds of shit like that. It's pretty cool, man. It's fun stuff. Eagle, I know exactly what you're talking about, though. I get sucked into some random shit. Speaking of bears, man, I've seen bear tracks. Not even a fucking quarter mile from my house the other day. 
in the road. I was like, I stopped. Yeah. I'm like, is that a fucking bear track? Damn it. It is. It is that time of year, though. It took some you getting used to moving up here and hearing that on the radio in the spring. Just a public service reminder. Remember, the bears are waking up. Take notice. Keep looking. Keep your eye out. It's like, what? You don't hear that shit downstate in fucking Flint. Yeah, dude, the, the bear, no, bear notice is pretty wild. Definitely don't hear that down here. Paul Stamets talks about some pretty cool stuff with uh, bears scratching, and I don't know if it's armadillo mushrooms or something like that, but, like, these mushrooms start coming out of it. And so there's this uh, synergistic, uh, synergistic, like, ecology, basically, between the... Uh, the bear, the mushroom, and then the fact that the bear has been eradicated from this region, uh, California, maybe Pacific Northwest or something. And so now this mushroom no longer really exists in that area for what, you know, that specific reason. And it's a medicinal mushroom. So in the act of getting rid, you know, so it's like, you know, you need kind of need to get rid of the pop population control with the bears if you want to move people in. Sorry, man, my dog's having a, a fit. He's got dry skin over here and having bad allergies. Come here, buddy. Shaking like crazy, making a bunch of noise. The, uh, But yeah, man, it's a pretty crazy story. Pretty crazy uh, thing about that. Like, I don't know, you know, if you want people to move in, you kind of got to get rid of the bears, but at the same time, they get rid of a valuable, hard-to-grow mushroom medicinal source so pretty cool story i thought man i gotta start writing down codes now fucking you know uh kanazi was on the other day he's actually been on a couple of times but uh speaking of mushrooms there i'm just full of plugs tonight ah if you go to his website and uh, want to order one of his uh, mushroom kits off the sacred3mushrooms.com, use promo code EAGLE. <laughs> you can save yourself uh, 10% over there. That's pretty sweet. It is, too. I thought so. I actually got a code for uh, Black Sale now, too. That's what's up. 10% off there. I wonder if he'll just do the inoculation bags. Because I'd love to just inoculate some medicinals, uh, maybe oysters or whatever else, and then toss them out in my garden and start inoculating my, my garden with some mycelium. That'd be great. Why couldn't you do that? I mean, it's got to be something similar to the kit he has. Why couldn't you just like maybe germinate that kit and transfer it out? You no, know, it's the same. It's the same thing, except I wouldn't need to be paying for the tub or the the oh. substrate. You know what I mean? I would just basically need a sterile inoculation bag and potentially medicinal mushroom spores. See, that's something I'd love to learn more about. I actually have no idea how that works, man. I've heard that they're super easy to grow. 
super easy to grow. Yeah, a lot of. I mean, I would really like to be able to get morels to grow, but I've I've heard that they're tough. I mean, maybe with some more mycology experience, it might be a little easier. But morels would be awesome to be able to have just a wild patch going inoculated in your yard because then they'll come up every year. Really, with a lot of with a lot of that stuff, man, you get it done one year, it sporulates, and hope it comes back season after season and just ends up being perennial. You know, never have to worry about it again. Get it done once. Like lion's mane, if I could get some good trees or something, get a good lion's mane growth on there. Not lion's, I'm sorry. Um, what am I thinking of? Turkey tail or some of those other medicinals. Lion's mane's good for like memory and shit. It's yeah, I, I wasn't thinking. I don't know if it'll grow on trees. It probably grows on trees. I don't know. I'm not sure. But yeah, lion's mane would be a great supplement and a good... Uh, like in combination if you're using other medicinal mushrooms. Someday, someday. I haven't messed with the mushrooms yet. I do like I do like them. I should grow them. A local grocery okay. store has baby bellas. I eat baby bellas like almost daily. But other than that, man, I would really like Detroit Mushroom Company or a couple of those spots have them, but I just haven't. I just haven't gone and tried sourcing them, and I should. I really should because they got some good. They got lion's mane and things like that. Yeah, I, if I could grow mushrooms, I would probably definitely go like shiitake mushrooms, the lion's mane mushrooms. Um, but I think the shiitake more than anything, just because, well, they're like a really unique flavor and texture, and um, they can really just bring up like a noodle dish up like way better and i don't know i just they're super expensive to buy them at the store right so like if i could grow up myself and have like a quality mushroom that'd be awesome just like um i'd really like to grow portobello's well there you go you need to get over to the sacred three mushrooms that's what he's got over there i don't think they're psychedelics but i could be wrong but i know they've got uh, mushroom kits like for just like countertops of different types of like cooking mushrooms you can get over there. Yeah. I mean, I'd be down to try the psychedelic ones too. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I uh, I definitely this year I'm thinking about wanting to get something out, but I feel like I've waited too long. So I might just get like a quick little six foot bed from like, um, they got these ones uh, that I saw from Smarter Pots. And just throw something out really quick, but I kind of got a late start. I wanted to get a couple things out, like some heirloom tomatoes, some pepper plants, and maybe some cucumbers or something like that. I haven't had a garden now in about five years. I miss it. I just feel like if you got a garden, like you should grow like all the quality shit that you can't afford to buy at the store, you know? Um, that's, that's Dude, if that were the like, case, Sergeant Pepper, I'd be fucking growing nothing but asparagus. Because that shit's like $5 a pound, and that's probably one of my favorite fucking vegetables to eat right there. Dude, fucking. I got to agree with that, Eagle. I fucking love asparagus, dude. I could easily eat asparagus every day. The only downfall about that is the... the egg, Stinky ass 
you ain't hiding that shit in the fucking men's room. You'd be like, God damn, Rems been eating fucking asparagus. But I love it. That shit's so good, though. It's like, it's just, you feel like you're eating some good, healthy shit with the asparagus, man. Good shit. I was late in life on uh, Brussels sprouts, too. That was another one I didn't, didn't care for early on, but now that's another one I could fucking eat the shit out of. Some good Brussels sprouts and butter. Yeah, I like Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are delicious. Especially with some like good pork belly. Yum. Yeah, that's one of my. I talked about that in one episode. I used to do a fucking lot of cooking, and that's still one of my uh, closet fucking hobbies. Areas I fucking love to cook. Uh, be careful if you have, if you like Brussels sprouts and you want to grow Brussels sprouts. Um, I always grow my brassicas in another part of the garden. Because they have a tendency to attract like aphids, mites, and stuff like that. So just in case, I'll keep them away from like my cannabis. You know, they'll still be in the vicinity of, and they'll get the beneficial insects of everything else. But they'll just be away from the cannabis, you know, a good distance. Is any he uh, John Boy says roasted parsnips? That's one thing I've never. Uh, I haven't been able to wrap my head around a parsnip yet. No, the wise camera straight. I use them. Though. You can use them for both security and uh, I use them in my tents to kind of document my grows with uh, time elapse. Talk about the cameras lately. Red's on another fatty. You just lighting that one up, Red? Well, this one? Yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, maybe like a minute ago. It's taking a second to get rolling. I don't know. It's taking me a second. I'm, I'm over here trying to treat my dog. He's panicking. I don't know if you hear that noise. That's my dog right now because I'm rubbing his ear. He's having allergy fits. He gets this way every seat, every year, this every time. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Every year, this time of season. Yeah, there we go. I think that's basic English. I think might be normal. Yeah. So this is great glee in here. I'm smoking so much Death Star. It's almost five in the morning. I need something to kind of calm calm me down and help me go to sleep. So you right there, buddy. Holy cow, I can't believe it. I think we just might have crossed the threshold or we're getting ready to cross the threshold again in fucking top episodes. Oh, you're like five and a half hours right now, aren't you? Yeah. That's because Sergeant Pepper was on, man. That's why. Yeah. God damn it. You almost just helped top the other one. That thing was pretty long too. Is what four 
four something, four and a half, four and forty-eight, something like that. Something. Putting in some hours over here. Down twenty-eight. Holy cow! Yeah, I think I'm gonna pop off here and uh, watch that office space. That's funny. I'm gonna actually watch that shit. <laughs> Do some trimming. You should, man. It's classic. That is one of my favorites, though. I'm also a huge Will Ferrell fan. I love Will Ferrell shows. Yeah, dude. Shout out to the movie Semi Pro in Flint, Michigan, and that one also. Fuck yeah. I just watched uh, a part of the other night, The Other Guys. That's one I always kind of forget about, but that movie's fucking hilarious with uh, Mark Wahlberg and that shit. Dude, that's so great. And his little wooden gun, dude, and the bunch of cocaine all over the car. That movie's so fucking hilarious. And fucking Marky Mark fucking hit on his wife like every fucking chance he got right in front of him and shit. What do you see in him? Come on, Sheila. Remember me. <laughs> the movie's great, man. It really was classic. You're right about Will Ferrell movies, dude. It's awesome. Classic stoner flicks, for sure. I'm over here fucking up with this joint, dude. I just put it out on my laptop. I came down too hard and snacked the cherry out, dude. I went and burned a hole in the carpet. I'm trying not to catch all all my work, my DJ equipment on fire right now because there's flammable, stupid shit like tapestries and stuff. Everyone's synthetic flowers and things that'll ignite in flames when these silly hots. And man, I almost yeah. So, anyways, and then I just went and smacked them with my fingers one more time. So, whoopsie daisy. And of course, the ultimate Will Ferrell Saturday night Saturday night live scene. That fucking gotta have more cowbell. That fucking his face in there when he's pounding on that fucking cowbell. Holy fuck! Don't fear the reaper. Cowbell. I have more cowbell. I'm not kidding, man. Every time I listen to that song now, that's all I think about, dude. And I can almost hear that. Oh, I'm saying I can't even do this song anymore. Fucking, I'm always fucking thinking of him in that fucking video. Every you know time I think cowbell, though, I, every time I think cowbell, I always think of um, Christopher Walken. Actually, more cowbell. What do you mean, more cowbell? It's the same cowbell skin, business, but yeah. It's the same skit right there, but fucking Will Ferrell's playing the cowbell. He fucking just over-exaggerates it. It's so fucking bad. It's, he gets the lead singer's face, and he's just bang, 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 bang. Every time Christopher Walken comes in, he's like, I have more cowbell. He gets just more excessive with it every fucking time. That's hilarious. I'm dying over here, man. Yeah, that's a good Jesus, my dog's just scared the shit. Sorry, guys.
All right, guys, you want to fucking uh, sign off? Oh, I'll uh, tell you, man, I'm super excited. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Eagle. Good chatting with you, Red. Always fun. Oh, yeah, great chatting with you, man. Yeah, feel free to uh, pop in at any time, brother. Appreciate you guys. All right, guys, have a good one. I'm you out. too. Later on, Sergeant Pepper. Later. Have a great night, guys. I'm Red Setter Farm. Hope everyone has an awesome night. Thank you all very much. You too, Red. Thanks for popping in, man. It's been a minute. So thank you for popping in. And you're going to be doing the Wednesday thing? Uh, is that going to be a, a annual thing now, the updates? Uh, I'm going to try. I updated. I'm going to try to do like Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll see. I didn't get a chance to do much recording while I was out there. I had to get some other stuff set up. And so we'll see if I do a different kind of an update. I might just maybe go live or something from the outdoor garden. Uh, if I can try to do it on YouTube, maybe I'll try to do that. But I don't know, man. It might just be end up being an Instagram thing. Or maybe I'll do some recording of the outdoor garden. And maybe I'll do that. I might. I don't know. Maybe I'll do something on the bro show and set them uh, the recording in the outdoor garden. We'll see. To be determined, I guess. That's how I'm feeling tomorrow. Just wanted to make sure that they caught it. That's all. <laughs> so, just wanted to make yeah. sure. Yeah, I guess just keep checking channels. I'll if if I'm gonna post something, I'll probably advertise it on my Instagram, most likely, for a no. couple days. We'll see. I tend to take stuff down often. But we'll see. All right. Cool. Peace out, Eagle. Peace out, cannabis community. I really appreciate you all. Chat, everybody. Sorry I wasn't incredibly active in chat tonight. I was trying to hang out, and I was definitely trying to interact as much as I can. But, uh, you know, I'm uh, kicking back in the cut tonight. And uh, my hands were busy rolling doobies. So, cheers, everybody. Love you all. Have Thanks a good tomorrow, time. brother. Have a great tomorrow. You too, man. Later on, bro. Later, man. Red set of farms. The late sesh. It was on earlier tonight. Uh, be sure to check that out on Mondays with Skillball. I'm in Skillball. Late sesh on Mondays. And look for him on in- his updates on Instagram and uh, also hopefully on the Michigan Bros Grow Show channel too. And Sunday nights, I'm not sure if he's doing the frugal force as well, but make sure, look for Red everywhere. Just look for Red. Red Set of Farms, thank you for popping in. Sergeant Pepper 420, appreciate you popping in. Uh, Charlie's Farm 420, Farmer Willie, thank you for popping in. Of course, Smiley's Gardens, Idea Man, thank you for uh, popping in. Appreciate you 100%. And, of course, all you great fuckers in chat. No, I didn't mean to say that. All you great people in chat. Trey, Chiba, Sir Hall, John Boy. By the way, I usually say that as a term in Dearmont. DLP2372, thank you. Chris Mertz, thank you as well. Everybody, Aldridge25, I don't think I shouted you out tonight, but thank you for popping in. Purple Thumb OG, thank you as well. 
Cannon Trooper, thank you for popping in. Of course, Fumador and the Flavors, I appreciate you and uh, popping in. I'm looking forward to seeing your Portland Cannabis Society tasting test tomorrow. That's going to be fun watch. Looking forward to that. Check out his channel. I don't know if it's on his channel. Should be, I guess, yeah. I think it only makes perfect sense. Modern Genetics. Thank you for popping in. Michelle F. Oberson. Hopefully I said that right. If I didn't, I am so sorry. Mrs. D's Nuts. Lexi for popping in tonight. Uh, if I missed anybody so far, I am so sorry. Gary, Jerry P. Thank you for tuning in. Of course, lighting it up again, Tim. Sergeant Pepper 420. I already got to get to get it. And uh, so, so many others. I had to refresh my page so I could only go so far back in chat. I know I missed out on a ton, a ton of great people tonight. If I missed you, I'm completely sorry. I actually wish that uh, instead of just chat rolling through, that I could just credit roll everybody who participated in chat with their thank yous and good nights. I appreciate you guys. Of course, I will be back tomorrow, same time. Tomorrow, my guest will be TC Terps. Look out for that great interview. Can't wait to see what he's got to tell us about on his cannabis journey. But either way, we will be back tomorrow. Appreciate you guys 100%. Uh, Random Max Kindness changed lives. Make sure and uh, test that theory. You know, it'll do you good. Does them well. Smoke and grow, Frazier. I don't think I hit you. Thank you, sir. Much love to you. I know I didn't shout you out. You deserve a shout out. Anyways, have a great night. Have an awesome tomorrow. I'll be back. Bye.